Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 215. We're missing MVG. He said he, he had another podcast or something. I don't know. He's he's on he's doing something else. I think he's on a, on Twitch for a podcast. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, and then I think Max is out helping people move. So uh, we'll see them next week. But got a bunch of people here to talk about a couple of things, which includes some E3 rumors around Nintendo. We have Mass Effect coming back in 2021. We'll talk about that. And then I wanted to bring this up for Sean because we might have some redemption for him with Sega talking about some IP revivals that I saw Knights on there. That AAA Knights is still a possibility. All right, good. Sean, how you doing tonight? Doing good, doing good. The Knicks won a big game today. We're watching the Bucks and the Heat game right now because if the Bucks beat the Heat, the Knicks can finish no worse than fifth in the conference, which is perfect because I want the Hawks and that would mean that we get the Hawks either. It depends. If we win tomorrow, we would get home court. If we lose tomorrow, we don't get home court. I don't really give a fuck about that. I just want the Hawks. And also, RIP New Jack, one of the best ECW wrestlers of all time. Damn shame to see him go. When did, uh, when did your basketball playoffs start? Uh, Like a week. I think they have like a week off because tomorrow's the final game of the season. Yeah. Okay. Couple, couple, I think a week and a half. To... Yeah. So it's something yeah, like it's a nice, a nice break. Yeah, okay. need a little bit. And the Hall of Fame is was today, so. And I can't, I couldn't, I can't find my glasses. That's why my light, I have the crappy light on instead of the bright one. Okay, okay, very good, very good. And then we got, we got Click. Click, how you doing tonight? Hey, uh, yeah, my internet's acting up. So if I randomly disappear, I am still okay. alive. But it's good to be here. <laughs> good to have you here. Then we got OJ, Player Essence. How's it going, OJ? I happen to be here. Yes, week, OJ. OJ's here. OJ is I am here. here this week, and I'm very happy this week because Mass Effect came out, and it's so funny to see all of the um, Zoomers look at this game and be like, "Why do you guys like this so much?" That's <laughs> all hold of you. It's interesting. Aww. So it was great. Oh, then we got uh, got Jordan. Jordan was happy this week too. Yeah, very good week. It was the, a good uh, week. The only the only three Mass Effect games ever made finally came back. It's been great. <laughs> it, I, I like they didn't. They happened to not put Andromeda anywhere near this release. What's so. that? What's that? Oh. <laughs> uh, then then we got we got Nate. Nate the hate. Nate's here. Yes, I, I'm watching the Yankee game, uh, kicking okay. some Oriole ass. Are they winning? They're winning eight to one. Do they have a winning record so far this year? Yes, they do. They've oh, wow. been on a hot streak. Was that is that when you were after you were yelling at them? Yeah, yeah, that's like right around the time they started getting good. Yeah, everybody needs to be fired, and everybody needs to be brought down. Now they said they, had a, they should have got rid of Gary Sanchez and Aaron Boone. Listened to the spawn yeah, cast. He yeah. said, "Gary, your ass is going on the bench. We're putting in Kyle Higashioka as the catcher." And all of a sudden, Yankees start hitting. But now we got. Friggin' Sanchez back in the lineup, but you know, he's getting a couple of home runs and striking out three Maybe or four. They heard times you on the game. podcast. You're ready yeah. to fire him. That's right. I I lit the fire under their ass like George Steinbrenner used to do, and they are playing good baseball. Okay. There you go. Shout out to George. Rip. RIP. And then we got we got Evan. Evan yeah. monitor and chat. Having a good time over there. Very cool. Okay. So did uh did we wanna did we wanna quickly touch on RE Village? Because I did finish it. I don't know if anyone else uh got a chance to play a bit more of it this past week before we move into some of the topics here. Uh like I said I would I would talk a little more about it before we after I finished it before we moved on from it. Cause you already finished it last week, Sean. Uh I don't know, Nate, you played more of it or not. Or if Nate did you even um... get it? Yeah, I'm like halfway through. Oh, okay, it's not even a long game. I, Sean, you you posted up no, and you finished my time. I it took me I just, nine hours. I don't want to blow through it. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to blast through it. The next game is going to be 
Ratchet and really, Clank. I'm just like, yeah. No, you, you might really as well blast through it. But, like it just sort of happens, and you're like, oh. But you might as well blast yeah. through it because the idea in the game is to play through it multiple times. Yeah. Like they want you to play through it like five or six yeah, times. Yeah, but I'm not gonna do that like right after. Well, I'll do it that is in like six cool months because they do get you do get some pretty cool stuff. Like like they have an entire cheat menu unlocks all these different things, and they're like, all right, now go through it with these much more powerful weapons and try to beat it really fast so people are being in like an hour or so and almost like resident evil 4 how they did give you so much dope stuff after you beat the game which was that was but resident Evil 4 was a lot longer though i think but yeah this game's pretty quick once you get like all the cool stuff they give you so i just recommend people get through it as fast as you can the first time and then go through it again uh with with some of the cool stuff they give you just to just to blast through it because you do become overpowered technically with your weapons uh as you go through and then get your get then get all the treasures then because they have new game plus so uh but you know what it it did go off the rails at the end sean you're right the ending was it was all right i guess i mean it tied everything up i was like uh it's kind of cliche ending a bit i guess and they do leave room for i guess if they want to do re9 all of that. There is like kind of a last scene at the end where you're like, I, I, I'm not really sure what that's supposed to mean, but it was the ending was okay. I'll just say that. I'll, I'll say yeah. that they took a long time explaining stuff too. Like they went into the literal explanations of everything. Kind of like, all right, sit here. I'm gonna explain everything to you. Like you know, the 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 bad guy just explains the plans to you and stuff. So it's like, all right, I guess. Um, but the, the visually it looked great. Gameplay was good. Uh, and I think these kind of games I kind of prefer now over games that feel drawn out i like this because this one like i said nine hours but it was a it was a tight nine hours it wasn't like yeah exactly it didn't feel like i was going through the sewers in final fantasy 7 remake for example oh screw Uh, that part it it felt like it was like okay you're going here you're going here you're going here and it was pretty quick uh and it was very compact so i did like that uh overall what Um, did you think of the factory because I, I didn't like the factory. Really? Okay. I, I like the look of the factory. I like the art style. I like the setting. Uh, do you mean just the overall, like, I, I guess the puzzles, the... It was more so enemy like the, the enemy types okay. that you had. And it just felt, it felt very sort of generic, you know? And it was like such a stark contrast from what you did up until that point. It was kind of like... Like what That's happened what to all the 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 stuff the you know the lichens and shit where did they all go? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. It did kind of go way off in the left field there with yeah. enemy types and stuff. I preferred the outdoor settings that they did. I, I like those a lot more because it to me lined up more with Resident Evil than right. when you go into the factory and it, it it felt more steampunk. I guess is how I would say it. Um, but I, I guess maybe they just wanted to feel different at the end. And then when you get to the very end. It feels like a completely different game. Like, yeah. I was like, what happened here? <laughs> I, um, I don't want to say I can't even make a direct comparison without spoiling it for everyone. But like, I was like, all right, this isn't this doesn't feel like Resident Evil anymore. Weird, weird stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Nate, I would just go through it as quick as you can at this point and then decide if you want to play back through it. That would be my, my suggestion. If you're halfway through it, you only have like three or four hours left. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just trying to savor it and not finish it off too quick okay okay uh, <laughs> uh and we got any discord questions why don't we start with one of those to, to get started here yeah uh, okay what are some of your gaming pet peeves this guy cited uh achievement points being an odd number 
Oh, that is a good one. When you're like the last digit is like a seven or something. You're like, oh, all right. Where do I get three achievement points from? Uh, that has from a good Teenage one. Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's where you get it from. Gaming pet peeves, though. Hmm. Um, um, I'd probably say anything with the Assassin's Creed formula, where it is just fluff for the sake of fluff of collect these feathers why kind of like what spider-man did you had so many r&d stations and then you had so many different crimes and you had the camps it was kind of like you're just adding the stuff to make the game feel longer than it really has to be i got it it's they it's, don't have like yeah. create a good 15 hour experience don't force it to go to 30 by adding in all this extra i think the filler there, that really is, doesn't add anything to the experience i think the difference there nate is like in those in like older assassin's creeds when you get in the feathers or like in spider-man with the uh, optional crimes it's optional it's not forcing you to do it with new assassin's creed you literally kind of just have to do everything yeah. to get this which makes you know, it a lot worse you know the pet peeve for me now and it started recently in this past generation really is when you have to squeeze through little areas because they obviously have to load the next area and it happens over and over and it's the same thing too like even in like uh i was playing star wars the fallen order and he always has to squeeze through these little like like areas with all the pipes around him and stuff and he does it there's so many of them <laughs> or in final Fantasy 7 where you had to like sidle through like the little little cave opening and it's like uh why are there so many of these it's because they got to load the next area um I think so I've, I've said this before but i've no, I, I just noticed that the more i play like certain games like certain action games is like puzzles thrown in to make the game longer just like i get to yes. an area and i have to solve this puzzle mm -hmm. to get back to the combat which is the focus of the game and that really takes me out and like i think the new god of war was fine with that like it handled it a lot better but like you go back and look at some older god of war games or other games in that same genre and there's a lot of like all right now you're in a puzzle and you got to do all this stuff to get somewhere else i'm like i like this game because i get to do a lot of cool awesome like kills and have cool weapons not push around a couple blocks and make a statue fall to hit a button to open a door i don't know it, it just that all feels like padding to me and every time a game does that in a newer game i'm very like Okay, I guess I have to do you this. You know now. what, Jordan? The fact that you say that, I think that's why I liked Hyrule Warriors a lot because you don't do anything but just like fight the whole time <laughs> for yeah. the most part. Yeah. You just fight, and like I gotten kind of tired. Like Resident, even like Resident Evil formula of like what I've seen with A is just like I don't feel like doing these puzzles at all. Like when I stream, like I'll be like, guys, just tell me how to do the puzzle. I don't care. <laughs> I just I don't <laughs> care. Just tell me how to do it, and I'll just let them backseat me on a puzzle because I I don't feel like doing puzzles. I just don't. Yeah. Also, so, oh, pet peeve when you have yeah. to log in, like internet, oh, just yeah. to play a single player game. That's the worst. I hate that. That's a good one. I downloaded um, Steep off a of Game Pass. That's online uh, only. Yeah. It's and they were online. like, you need an Ubisoft Connect account. Please download <laughs> yeah. the app. Please sign up. I haven't played yeah. it. That was it. I was like, goodbye. No. You're just like, Honestly, nope. That's it. My, that. my, my pet peeve has got to be the difference between what is the run button, what is the attack button, and what is the crouch button. You know, many times I've like tried to sprint by pressing the joystick and then I've crouched and then like I died to a box. My yeah, character yeah. just. You can change that, that issue with the. Right? Right? Uh, not always. Well, console console games, games usually aren't great for switching controls. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah they're like super Running. complex. Yeah. Just like all the mapping. Like I wish there was more of universal, but also at the same time, I guess it it's a puzzle in itself to figure out what's what button. You kind of hit a wall I feel like when you're learning controls with a specific game at first and like sometimes i'm just like i forgot what buttons what and it's mm. 
annoying. Mass Effect does that. It, it reminded me that I hate that the A button. I'm already start looking. I'm already starting with the Mass Effect talk over here because <laughs> I keep trying to hit the 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 trigger button to or the um the joystick to to run in Mass Effect. And it just keeps stopping you because it thinks you're trying to do something else and A's the mm -hmm. run button. So you know what? Let's just let's just go into Mass Effect first then. All right, because Jordan he's just gonna keep bringing it up randomly. We're gonna be like, wow, maybe Breath of the Wild makes this year. He's like, yeah, but what about Mass Effect? So let's it's you know bad. what. Let's, let's go. Let's go into Mass Effect because we did get the Legendary Edition. Who who picked it up? Because I, I grabbed it immediately on the Xbox. Uh, I knew OJ. Yeah. I already know OJ and Jordan were going to grab it. I don't know if anyone else did. Uh, yeah, Jordan got like got the whole helmet. Put the helmet on, Jordan. No, the absolutely whole not. Thing. <laughs> it does it actually. You can actually put it on. Yeah, you you can. It has wow. a furnace in there and everything. Where did you buy that? I couldn't even know where to buy. <laughs> you could you could approve it. I got I approved it mine through Best Buy. Oh, so it, it's it's the add-on collector's edition. So there's no game in here, but it's just the add-on. Oh, that's why I didn't buy it. it. Yeah. So <laughs> I want to say, if you're someone who's never played a Mass Effect game, this this might be like some of the best money you can spend at sixty dollars. Three Mass it's Effect games for PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have it on PC. Yeah, should have dropped yeah. on Steam. It supports it supports up to two hundred forty frames per second on PC. Cool. I'll yeah. pick it up. Uh, but all three Mass Effect games. You'll buy that, but not Resident Evil. Listen, yes. that's three games, and it's one, yeah, two, when's, three. When's Resident Evil like releasing all of them in one pack? games where it's like seven, eight, four, three, two, two <laughs> remake, four and a half. Like yep. it's Kingdom Hearts. And you can go through all three. Just start one, two, whoa, three. Very easy. Whoa, yes. whoa. I am pretty sure you can buy Resident Evil Origins on the Switch, which is Resident Evil 0 and 1, and then you can buy Resident Evil 4, Why 5, and 6 zero? in a single package. Why is there a zero? Why is there a zero? It's prequel. a great prequel to one. It's not that great. Oh, gosh. Resident Evil like, prequel doesn't make good. any sense. We're talking <laughs> about Mass Effect. But <laughs> one, <laughs> one that is great is the improvements and the reworked job. It's basically a brand new game, the first Mass Effect. Yeah, they went is. back and took a 2007 they, game and made it brand new somehow. Yeah, it they changed so the leveling good. system, too. They're like, do you want to do the old style or yep. do you want to do a new style where it's like 1 to 60 or 1 to 30? I was like, I oh, I guess 1 to 30. I did classic. Oh, I did Legendary. I was like, let me let me try the new one. Uh, and you're leveling up again. They're they're just throwing points at you, which is cool. But uh, did I mean everyone? I got a. I, I assume everyone got it physically. Like Jordan, obviously, you got the helmet and all of this. You got physically, and OJ did. But I was shocked because this is EA, right? You open it up, you got an installation disc in there, and then you got a play disc. And the installation disc you only need if you don't have an internet connection. So like they, I guess, thought ahead and they were like, hey, if uh, if they have no connection to the servers, you know, years and years and years from now, use that installation disk to install Mass Effect 2 and 3. So cool. like they yeah. they have that there, which is cool. I was like, wow, that's, that's awesome. But the, the best thing about man, the loading times in Mass Effect 1. Oh, my God. Yep. Holy smoke, dude. Those elevator you can skip rides. The elevator rides. Yeah, yeah you can skip them. <laughs> it says, do you want to skip this? And like, yeah, I kind of want to skip it. And it's so fast. The loading, like you go to a load yeah. screen, then it flashes off yep. and you're in the next area. It yeah. is fast. State, it man. is cleaned up. Everything mm -hmm. looks so incredible, aside from a couple textures and a few like wonky like eyeball or mouth movements. Yeah, Th so this game, like the new textures, the new look, like the the fact that they went in and completely fixed a lot of the problems that the, like I, at this point, I will never play the 2007 version again. There's no reason that, to. That, yeah, that version's too crusty. It, yeah. It's too crusty, and it made yeah. me never want to play Mass Effect One again. And now replaying it this way, like I thought I was gonna be like, okay, let me get through one to get to the superior game that is two. Yeah. But one is so good. They have it's done much so much now. to it that is, I, I, I am loving it. I'm, I'm taking my time doing all the side stuff. It yeah. is so well put together. 
I can't believe this is done by EA. I can't believe EA went back and and did and had you know Bioware do all this uh, extra work. And this doesn't redeem Bioware for the last couple of uh, of uh, issues, but this this reminds me of it the glory does, days. Though. It almost it, it, it almost does. No, no like it doesn't. They, I feel like if the if this we'll new see, Mass we'll Effect see. is really yeah. good, then it's like okay, Bioware's back then. If, if this yeah. next Mass Effect is great, and then hopefully this next Dragon Age is great, then I'll say Bioware's back on top because yeah. that'd be well, great. Well, yeah, it, it's still a far, you know, because I know yeah. we're all big Bioware fans, or at least me, John, you know, and Jordan mm-hmm. are big Bioware fans. But I think one of the coolest things that they actually took like the the snapping and shooting mechanics from two, like it feels. Yeah like two you know it feels yep. like two and three like a little bit of a of a mix in there and that was that was what i was impressed with because they actually didn't have to do that if they just improved the loading times and just tightened a few things up um then it would have been better um there's still some stuff like, like the mini map is still kind of trash like when you're in the citadel like that's yeah. still kind of yeah. horrible for some reason <laughs> i don't know why jordan, they didn't make that jordan better. pointed out jordan, driving the mako around is still kind of a yeah it's it's still a little wonky but it's so much better it's, it's better, it is though. so yeah. much better it's actually drivable and the second yeah. i got to any time using it i I was like okay make or break time and it, it, it made it so i'm very i'm very happy with it and this this excites me like all the memories of playing the mass effect games like playing one again is literally like playing a brand new game so i'm i'm enjoying the experience the when, storytelling when is that, so Jordan? rich i played that back when it released in 2007 you were i played were, the original you were like 11 or 12 how old were you oh my god we're not gonna get into this i how did you get I that game at mature rated <laughs> oh my god! Listen, you know, I'll just shut up. Mass Effect is great. It's I'm back. Just, I can't I'm wait not, to play. I'm no, it's fine. It's fine. No, I'm not going to clown. I'm you actually like, no. I'm getting. I'm getting. I'm getting attacked here. I'm just going to no, say I enjoyed the game. I loved it. I love it more now than ever. The story is fantastic. It is so well written, and I cannot wait to play through the second game again and experience the third game. That's. Again. I'm really excited. Game twice. I'm really so. excited to get to that. I played the third game once. So I was like, up. Oh, that's it. <laughs> I, I played it twice. The second game I played probably about six times through, but it's been a long time. Yeah, since I played, played through the second it. one a couple. Of times. I'm really well, excited to get to that second game. Well, the third game is just is this your only issue is the story, right? Because the gameplay is pretty good. No, yeah. no, I, I don't. My only issue with three is the, the last bit of the game, like the, yeah. the story, like the, the very quarter. final bit, and the story up to that bit is fine. I like the yeah. story. I, I even like the leading events, like the big you know conclusion in that up until the final final moments. Um, yeah. Also, even the fixed, you know, patched version or whatever. Yeah, they tried to do they, was, there's nothing that, that they was, can do. Yeah. They already screwed. They already screwed it up. So there's yeah. not. I mean, there's, it's it's a bandaid on a bullet wound. I won't let that get third game be ruined because it has uh, kind of an eh ending. I was a really eh ending, but the rest of that experience through the journey of three was so much. Good. It was so worth it. But yeah. two unmatched two has the best beginning middle and end and if you do everything yeah, two, is amazing. Like the chill. two gives you like the chills like when you play like the elusive man it's it's just it's phenomenal like the, how they yeah. set up the story and everything in that game it, it's it's really a great experience that even if you've never played it this is like a little bit of heaven on earth you just get to take a, it's it's so good well remember with two it, it went to the ps3 and the first one wasn't there so they had you like kind of make choices in the beginning i guess technically you could just go right to two and just do the same thing if you don't want to play the first one I, I don't recommend doing that though because there are some things that don't carry over because it's the dark horse comics thing so they did that with mass effect on the wii u and there are just some little things that they do leave out that can't affect uh, how something works or a character that's there. Yeah. So you can do that, but I highly recommend playing through Mass Effect. Especially you might as now, well. You know, yeah, you might as you well. You have to. You know? And the frame rate's so good now. The, fra- the frame rate in the original Mass Effect, you guys played it. Xbox 360, you know, yes. <laughs> man, there was one point where it goes to like, I swear, like nine frames per second. I think yeah. when you're fighting like those, those like 
future rochi those big old roaches i forgot what they're called they're Arach arachni i forgot what, i forgot exactly what they're called but um it's like nine frames for a second at one point like there's a bunch of them it, it, the frame rate's just bad at certain places so now it's all it's 120 frames on xbox series x yep you know, I, that's that's incredible oh yeah it, it it looks incredible it plays incredible it, it's fast um i will say one thing um playing through one made me realize how much i dislike ashley as a character her whole character in general <laughs> is awful and she is she it's is one of the biggest why what's we do <laughs> her whole character is, jordan I just sent her away no i don't know jordan well i don't want to spoil anything in the game but let's if, if, nah, if you set her off on that mission on purpose <laughs> I, I i let her i let her i let her uh get out of my game if, the, Aww, if that's the easy way to say I, I'm done with her. I forgot right. how no, i forgot her dialogue and what she says and what she stands for as a character i was like yeah i don't like you and there was one thing that she did in the middle of a cutscene where i was trying to calm down a situation to keep someone that i really really like and she just flat out does something. I'm like, no. So I actually reloaded my save, got all the way back up to that part and made sure that she did not do that. And then as soon as I could, I sent her off to... Well, to I, you I sent her on like that you sent her on the one-way trip to Mars. That's messed up. <laughs> I do not like this Ashley slander. That is, she is a strong is woman awful. with a good personality that no, is she direct. Is a, she is she an is awful fantastic. personality. She is awful, and, and I'm glad your, she'll kick your butt, Jordan. She'll I am glad I will butt. not deal with her in the she's, third game. She, I would say I she's flo she's floating through space in Jordan's game. <laughs> yeah, all I'm, all I'm hearing is I'll have to keep an eye out for her when I play. Just just should, spend time talking to get to know her. You know what? Understand I'm really interested. Talking. I'm really interested in, in Click's take on this game. If you haven't played it yet, you should you should pick it up on PC and try it. But well, it came out for it came out yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. yeah, just came I out. I couldn't play yesterday, so we'll do it on Monday. Yeah, that would actually be a cool game to stream too. Mm -hmm. It'd be really interesting to see that. So a lot of talking though, click. So just brace yourself for that. A lot of talking. A lot of dialogue in the game, like a lot of like dialogue, picking options and dialogue. Looks and like a conversation simulator. It's like a bi it's Bioware game. I mean, you could skip when you read it, like so you can read it and then hit a button and then go to the next dialogue. But like it's it's uh it's a Bioware, Bioware game, so great, like. Man. Knights Old Republic kind of thing, uh, but it's it's good. Well, it's like Fire, a, a Fire like that, right? Fire Emblem. Oh, it's it's less than Fire Emblem, I would say. Oh, okay. Then we should be. But talking. it's it's Fire Emblem. It's like Fire Emblem. It like doesn't matter. Like sometimes like it doesn't matter what you pick. Like three houses, it doesn't matter what you pick. It's just kind of like you know, hey, you might they might like you a little bit more. Whereas this one's kind of like choices determine kind of like how things can go, what you get. Yeah. So it's more it's more crucial than Fire Emblem is, you know. Yeah. In terms of like what choices you pick, like because like it actually matters. Fire Emblem's just kind of like, oh, yeah, well, select, they might like select your dialogue very carefully in this game because you think something says something, but all of a sudden <laughs> your character's a jerk. Like that's not what I meant to say. Oh, so, you mean like the prompts different than the actual like some, line sometimes. that you say? Sometimes. That, it's, it's that's sometimes. a pet peeve of mine. You know, many yeah. video games. I think I'm about to say something, and it's the complete opposite. I'm like, wow, I am an asshole. Right. There's like, there's a couple <laughs> times in this game that that's ha in the first game at least that that's it's happened. Great, I'm yeah. like I'm like, are you okay? And it's like you shouldn't have done like. I just asked they're okay. Why did why did it get so aggressive? It is really yeah, good though. Points. You're, you're trying to go paragon and then you get like like oh you got two plus renegade. I'm like, but I wasn't trying to be a renegade. Yeah, you can't be bad in the game. I literally was trying to ask someone a question and I said I said oh you should go tell him you know yourself that'd be the the right thing to do and my character grabs him by the shirt and goes you better go tell him yourself. I'm like. <laughs> What? I just what? Well, you know, right in the beginning, what? they have you give that speech to the the crew, 
like right right the beginning when you get the and and it's like you could be like we're gonna we're gonna do this for humanity and like the other option is like listen up idiots or something like that it's like that's that's like your motivational start to the speech over the intercom for everybody on the ship (laughs) that's great but Uh, being a jerk in that game is really funny (laughs) oh yeah i will do a full replay through the whole series again doing all the uh opposite options i've done i'm i'm sure of it because i also there's going to be games in between that come out through my playthrough like ratchet and clank that i'll take a break for but yeah i'm going to be playing mass effect for a while this is the game i've been waiting for Mm -hmm. i'm so glad it's here and i know i've played them before but this is like playing through one now is literally like playing a brand new game it's actually fun it's been exciting and it's in the dialogue and the story is so well done. So if you've never played Mass Effect, please, this this is so worth it to pick it up now. And I'll put it like, you know, Mass Effect 2 is one of my favorite games of all time. Like it's like a top five. It is really good. Yes, yeah, it's like top, a top five for sure. Yeah. Top five. At the time, it was very innovative what they did because your decisions carry over from game to game. Some people don't know that but the decisions do carry over. So like you have your save file, you read your save file, and then it goes to the next game. And then it goes to the third game. So that was like really cool at the time because like it really drew people. And I know some other games have done that, but a lot of developers don't do that now. But at the time people thought that, whoa, this is next gen, you know, even though there was some, I think like dot hack and some games did it, but I don't think anybody did it to the degree that they did it right. there. So, I mean, it was, it was like, pretty impressive. The fact that little things in the first game and dialogue options or choices can affect things in the third game, like very little minute things can change a whole outcome of gameplay in a in the third game and now it might seem simple now because they're all out at the same time but when you had these year-long you know, these these many year-long Fast gaps between time, them, yeah, and cool. they would still kill like if you played and did a choice and to, uh, to either keep a character alive or not in 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 2007 that had a major effect in in one of the outcomes in in three in a major battle and the fact that that is such a long gap from a choice you probably don't even remember making too well <laughs> Is, is crazy to me. So it's cool to see it all at once, but very innovative uh, series yeah, of games and very innovative, very immersive. And I, I honestly think like, even though there's similar games like it now, there's still nothing that can touch these three games in Mass but Effect. It came the thing is it came out in 2007. So that was before Borderlands. Mm-hmm. That was before Fallout 3. That was mm-hmm. before a lot of these like looter shooters and other types of games. So it, it was out before a lot of them, you know? Yeah. So that's the cool thing too. It's not like they were copying everybody else, you know. Gonna be playing quite a bit of this one, so I'm sure we talk about. It. Hey, Sean, do you play Mass Effect at all? Yeah, um, I played Mass Effect three, and my housemate played Mass Effect one and two, so I watched him play it. Oh wow, interesting. Okay, okay, okay. Let's uh, let's go over to a Discord question there, Evan. What we got? Uh, I mean, we were just talking earlier, I guess, about Mass Effect having the two discs and it kind of installs if you don't have internet so that you don't mm-hmm. need necessarily the online. But we do have a guy asking about the future of games where almost all games seem to have requires content download. He's wondering if there's going to be like an, a better future where we're not so worried about servers going down to like, let's say, not be able to play something like Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. Mm, probably not i think we're going towards the all digital future very quickly right now uh so i i mean the the hope is that all these companies stay up at relevant and you know keep the ability to contact these servers with these games but you never know you never know what could happen so i, I think eventually we're going to get to the point where we're very server reliant so i think a lot of people see that coming at this point unfortunately but i do like that they decided to do that with the installation disc because they very easily could have given us one disc and then like download the other two games and that's it so nice surprise 
Let me go over to some super chats here. Travis says, I pre-ordered a Biomutant physical copy at Best Buy because I had a $10 credit. Will I get the pre-order bonus Mercury class and is OJ on the show? That was a $10 uh, super chat. Okay, $10, I'm here. (laughs) Uh, You pre-order a Biomutant physical copy at Best Buy. I I feel like pre-order bonuses, they're either handed out at like the Mm. cash register, which they'd probably just give you one, or it's already in the box for the initial release of the physical game, in which Mm. case it would just be in there even if you pick it up way yeah, later. Yeah, usually they print them out on the receipt even. So yeah. if like you pick it up, if, it, if it's a Best Buy pre-order bonus, usually they put it on the receipt and it's like a little code that you get. Because uh, I know GameStop would do that as well. So I would assume you still get it. If they ship it to you, I remember I got a pre-order bonus with one of them. It came with like a piece of paper inside, like a piece of printer paper and it had like the code on it. I think that was through Amazon for one of them. So you, sh- I mean, you should get it. Otherwise, if it's supposed to be through Best Buy, you probably just have to call their customer service and get the code. Swift X Miles says, when do you believe the GPU shortage will end? Probably long. I would say it's alongside of when these console shortages eventually end. So 20, probably early 2023, late 2022 was, at this point. It, it might be a full year. Wasn't, so. wasn't the rumor that NVIDIA was going to be announcing their next card with the pre-built in hash rate limiter at the end of mm-hmm. this month around there? So maybe they're trying to just make it so that miners stop buying these cars yeah because they did they did it on a they did it through like a patch but the miners got around people it. figured th- it out this one yeah, this out. one's supposed to be built in like there's yes. no real way yes. to get around it as that there's we know too much of. money involved to, to be like oh we'll push a firmware update and they're like all right yeah that'll take a day to break with how much money's on the line they'll they'll break it and they did uh, so hey if that's the case because i feel like most of us just want the cards for gaming so that's fine. They made cards for miners apparently too, with like no display yep. outs or anything. Um, so they're trying to get them to go towards those while they actually make gaming cards for like us. So I'm hoping at worst case, I mean, I guess best case it's end of this year, worst case it's end of next year. So we'll see. Uh, T Joe says, I know how hyped okay is, but are any of the rest of you hyped for Scarlet Nexus? It's my mm-hmm. most hyped game of the year so far you say oh did he meet me i know how your your new name is okay (laughs) okay is is that the one that looks like astral chain yeah that's the game yeah we're getting a demo soon yeah we're getting a demo i'm hyped i'm sweet i'm definitely hyped for it It looks great is that on game pass the combat looked really fun i think from what i remember no no. but microsoft has a deal with them a marketing deal so they get the the demo first on xbox Mm -hmm. and like the marketing rights is xbox too and it's uh it's series there's like it's optimized so it's going to run really good on xbox and it's going to run good on i'm not gonna i'm not gonna rule out the idea of game pass for that game yet like day one because mlb the show was kind of close to release kind of so you never know. I mean, that yeah. game's out after E3, so that actually could be an E3 announcement. It's very possible where they're like, yeah, the, Scarlet Next is going to Game Pass day one. Yeah, the rumor is uh, Tails. Tails, that would be big. Yeah. If Tails of Rise goes, I'm going to get it there. That's big. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's what I would do. So I, I put all the games in the Game Pass. So I don't have to keep buying them. <laughs> but uh, Scarlet fine. Nexus, it's more of like, it's more RPG-ish than I thought it was going to be than when they yes. were kind of showing it off at a, at a Tokyo game show. So, yep. uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking, I'm going to play the hell out of that game. I think it looks dope. Yep. And Dark Dark says, I've never played Mass Effect before, so I bought the Legendary Edition and I'm having a blast. I highly recommend it. Good awesome, call. man. King says, hey, guys, you think Candace will be at E3 this year? Don't oh, answer no, that. no, no, no. <laughs> John. <laughs> uh, 
Trip and Fall says E3 2021 Valzep for Smash. Zoob says Jordan Jordan friends like to say what I'm already thinking when it is too late for me to bring it up via super chats. It's telepathy. There you go. This is from the Xbot saying reminder Jeff lied about Starfield 2021 and Battlefield 6 reveal. <laughs> Battlefield 6 is uh, it's getting revealed soon. You look forward to it. And they just said it. They said it's getting revealed in June. The original plan was to have it revealed in May. They decided to delay the announcement. It's not called a lie. It's called plans changed. You should I wonder really if that's getting revealed the at... distinction between the two. I wonder if that's getting revealed at the Xbox E3 then. If they're going to reveal it in June, Microsoft's event makes the most sense because EA is not till July. So the timing yeah. would fit. Put the trailer there, then say, hey, check us out in July for full gameplay and all that. That's, that's a good idea. Derek says, hey, RGT, what's your favorite Hot Pocket filling? Also, beef or chicken and a taco. I'm settling a debate I have with my friend. Thanks, boss. Favorite Hot Pocket top. I'm going to go with the Philly cheesesteak. I really feel like it's an underrated one. Um, as far as tacos are concerned, I prefer, I'm, t- I'm speaking from a Taco Bell menu standpoint, uh. I would prefer chicken. It's a little, it tastes a little bit better. Um, you know, ground beef is good, but... Sometimes you get ground beef and it's kind of sketchy, whereas Especially chicken, Taco you know, Bell, yeah, right, with chicken or pollo as it's known in some circles, um, you know, it's usually it's usually it's usually always good. Okay. You're so sophisticated, right? Yosemite says you don't want the hawks. Fuck that! I want the hawks. <laughs> uh, Ian says. Oh, who is your favorite Mass Effect squad mate, and why is it the ultimate space bro, Garrus? Eris is great. Uh, I love. I love. I love me some Rex. Yeah, I usually be like, all right, Rex, let's go. Rex, Rex, Rex is, I, I love Ashley. Rex is a big reason why I very much dislike <laughs> Ashley. Uh, Are we talking about any Rex. squad mate from any game or just the original? It just says Mass Effect, but sure, I guess it could be the franchise. Because if Thane you, is freaking awesome. It, is how can Thane, you not I like, like Thane? Um, Thane is amazing. That'd be hard. I, see, I have to re- let me replay through all of them to make okay. remember which ones are my favorite. So okay. first game so far, Rex. Absolutely, Rex is, is my go-to guy. Tali's great, too. I like Tali. Xbox says Tali's Nate great. Bandwagons, Jeff, neither are insiders. And then, they, then it just says Stop John. The loudest booze always come from the cheapest seats. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can think on hey. that, try to figure it out. I don't think you have the brain capacity to actually find what the meaning behind the phrase is, though. Damn, Nate. I understand it. Bagman uh, says Nate is the Dave Meltzer of video games. So I am a great insider of this industry. That is a compliment. Thank you. Yeah, okay. Compliment. Moss says, has anyone seen the South Park Console Wars episodes? Xbox Killer Microsoft won a while ago. South Park said so. <laughs> I, said, I, you remember the Wii episode? That was yeah. That up. one was good. <laughs> Fucking amazing. <laughs> or like freezes himself. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Zoob says, what should I play Mass Effect as? I'm debating whether to romance Miranda or Nasari, male or female. I'm not a fan of gunplay engineer or adept. Play whatever you want. Or play biotic. <laughs> I mean, play bi- be a biotic? I don't, he said adept, so he doesn't like that. Or be Vanguard. Be Vanguard. Hmm. I mean, Miranda's a, a fine option. I think everyone who played Mass Effect 2 definitely um, wanted that option to happen at the, the time. So. That was the sure. first thing everybody did. was like, I'm getting with her. 
she's ge- she's genetically engineered to be the perfect woman. You gotta get with her. This is the, you have no choice. Like, <laughs> Clicks about to step into a whole world here with this game. <laughs> but what about Jax? Can we talk about Jax? No, no, no love for Jax. Next okay. question, John. Chris says, "Much love, Spawncast. It's my daughter Eliza's 18th birthday. She's my Aww. couch co-op for games like It Takes Two and Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Appreciate a shout out." Aww. Shout out to Eliza and her 18th birthday. Happy birthday. That's amazing. Happy birthday, do, happy birthday but I do want to say Jax is definitely RGT's type of girl. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He's not denying it, whatever that means. As long as she doesn't snore. <laughs> oh, man. Jason, Jason says, I, I heard doors are complex to make in video games and... And help you explain this to us. Oh, MVG's not here. Yeah, I had a bunch of MVG questions from Discord. That's too. a perfect question, right there. We should ask him next because he he would he would understand that pretty well about doors. I assume there's loading or just the way the way it works to connect rooms and all that. I we'll have to ask MVG see if he has an idea on that one next uh, next week. Fish fan says Spawncast crew, thanks for another great show. RGT update on Good Eats from Gmos Place. Well, Sunday was uh, so, so this past Sunday was Mother's Day, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I went over mm-hmm. there. Yeah, yeah. We had the uh, the five pound roast, um, hmm. pasta, bread. I mean, it was it was it was a lot of food. It was a lot of food. It was a good time. I just want to say that's the third question for RGT about food this episode so far. <laughs> <laughs> that cooking channel, food. that food channel, food wave. That food, uh, yeah, it was like 3.30 in the morning last night and I was trying to sleep yeah. and I'm laying in bed. And I'm like, all right, so I want to wake up and make a video. The Knicks play at one, so I don't want to have to get food. I think I'll get Applebee's. What will I get from Applebee's? You get the two for 20 and then you get an appetizer for free. And that's like three meals. So then I took out my phone and I started going through the menu and I was like, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, why am I doing this at 3.30 in the morning? Are you going to have I a food think- channel? I, I should. I, I did get Applebee's today, and it was great. Jeff mm. RGT. Hey, I brought up I brought up that idea for a channel where I play games. You just tell people stories, Sean, and people love yeah. that idea. I'll do it. I don't care. They just want to hear you talk for like twenty minutes Yo, at a time. Yo, why don't you do mukbangs? Slumps. Sean did mukbangs. Mukbang. I thought that was mostly you know, just about. Right, I thought that just... was mostly just about the eating and not so much the storytelling, though. No, it's both. It's the it's same like reason why people that. will watch makeup videos where they tell the story. Like you just eat and tell the story. Yeah, I mean, you I can eat a modern modern day Garfield. You're not wrong. I fucking love yeah. Garfield. Garfield. I mean, I'll I'll eat while Sean tells stories. It's fine. I can do that. <laughs> Don't remind me about my channels. I'm good. <laughs> Bummer. Rob says thoughts on Castlevania season four. In my opinion, good stuff. I didn't watch it yet. I, I haven't watch seen it. it yet. Okay. Okay. I need to watch it. I'm watching it. it this weekend. I heard it. Nice. Yeah, I heard it was good. Moss says, are you any good GMA food meat of the week? We had the, the roast. Uh, meat of the week. I did get ham this week um, from, nice. the, from the grocery store. Nice. Very good. And, oh, oh I probably shouldn't say that one because that is a spoiler. Don't say it. Can you bronze, player, bronze player, I did not. I did not. They're asking if you sent a certain uh, uh, NPC or playable character off in Mass Effect. The one that you like, Jordan. Oh, you're talking about my situation? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I, know, I already know you didn't. So, uh, But no, I, I did not do that bronze player. 
Patrick said, although this game is from 2007, let's all be real for a second here. Yeah, but I also oh. feel like a lot of people are experiencing it for the first time. I mean, we, we, we talked about Final Fantasy VII and like Sephiroth killing Aerith and everyone was like, that's a spoiler. It's like that game was you from the 90s. <laughs> yeah, you never know at these points anymore. Uh, and now it doesn't even matter because they changed everything. Well, yeah. the difference, though, is that that game was more publicized than Mass Effect. Mass That's Effect true. Was not as popular. So that was know. that was like that big moment that like got spread everywhere. Everyone, even if you didn't play Final Fantasy VII, you, you knew that mm -hmm. happened. So. Exactly. Ma Mass Effect really didn't get popular until the raving reviews of the second game brought a lot more people onto the franchise. That's, and that's true. Why we got three so quick. But the first yeah. game, a lot of people slept on it because they had no idea what it was. It was this RPG. A lot of people at that time, I think, were just kind of sleeping on newer RPGs. Especially is that gonna be? Is that gonna be the left? Is that gonna be the left field smash character? Is Commander Shepard? Dude, that would be freaking awesome if Commander Shepard was in the game. <laughs> you have my, you have my attention now. There we go. See, that would be that would be so cool. <laughs> like if you could pick between Fem Chef and regular. Oh, man. there you go. That'd be dope. Would no one would. No one would expect that. No one would see that one coming no for a review. Yeah. Hmm. Is, well, is Final Smash, he hits you with the Normandy? Like, yeah, like, the Normandy, Normandy comes flying in. Hit you. you just hear her go, Joker, come in. Like, just lights the ship just right in. Air drops. Instead, just... when she calls, or when he or she calls for uh, Joker, right? It's instead of Joker from the game, they just have Joker from Persona come in and fly the ship. That'd be great. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Combine the worlds. His name's Joker you anyway. You okay, Jordan? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Go crazy. I need to have the regular Joker, the, the Joker from Mass Effect Joker in there. But it'd be funny. <laughs> Patrick. It, it would be funny. Patrick says, shout out from Walmart 2557. So glad my last day is the 21st. We'll be able to watch weekly live again. Hey. Nate says, just went Jonin mode on Player Essence channel. Hey, shout outs, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Beast Slayer says, favorite class in Mass Effect. What do we got? Oh, there's mm. a lot of good classes. There's Vanguard's great. I think Vanguard's cool because you can use pistols, shotguns, and you have biotic powers, you know, and you have good you have good combat powers. But it's tough because they're all the classes are technically good. Like they're all good. So Yeah, it's it's all it's more of like what weapons do you want to focus on better? I like sniping in the game, so I went with um the name's blanking right now, but I have the one where it's a mix, but mostly I have the sniper. Soldier! Keep it basic. Soldier. Keep it basic. Well, they they improve or they they fixed the thing the problem because in the first Mass Effect game, if you weren't adept with using those weapons, you weren't like it was so bad to use them. Now they actually made yeah. it to where you can use all the weapons, but it's just you can specialize based on the class. So that was another mm -hmm. cool thing that they fixed in the game. That, yeah. that was sucks. You have all these weapons on your back, but you can't use like can't really use them. <laughs> like if you're just like you know uh, certain classes. Okay, let's. Let's just move over now to the Nintendo stuff. There's a lot of talk about Nintendo E3 this past week. Not like necessarily news, but there were a lot of rumors going around this past week. I mean, they were you heard like all these different games. Apparently, Nintendo is going to talk about next month, which, yeah, E3 is in a month. Also, we don't know Nintendo's E3 plans yet, which is interesting because usually they would have announced that around now, if I'm not mistaken. Like usually a month out, they're like, OK, we're going to you know, tune in this day for a direct or something. And then three days of Treehouse or something like that following that. Um, but I think, Nate, you pointed that out uh, this past week that Nintendo usually would at least mention E3 to like their schedule 
by now. Yeah, usually they give at least the date of their presentation by now. And I mean, as you said, they've been silent. So kind of wondering, but no company outside of Ubisoft has actually detailed the day that they're going to have their E3 showing. So it seems... There's a lot of organization still going on, I think, in the background, because like E3 legitimately just announced that they ha- they're going to have this app and, like this past week. They were like, oh, yeah, we're going to have an app where you like sign in and you get achievement points or something. And there's a leaderboard. So I feel like there's still organization and stuff going on in the background, like right now, trying to like figure out these time slots for these companies and how a treehouse, for example, would work uh, for them while other companies are going to present as well. So whereas usually it would just be like, all right, free for all almost right after you do your presentation, Nintendo just run a treehouse for like a good part of the week. Uh, So that's I think that's going to be the biggest thing is we just need to see how all these companies are going to line up. And I feel like they're just trying to scramble still just weird because it's you feel like they've had a while to plan this, but it doesn't necessarily seem like it. They haven't had that long of a time to plan it. The ESA really didn't communicate that E3 was definitely happening this year until, I mean, a few months ago. But typically a company like a Nintendo and Ubisoft and Microsoft, they begin planning really what they're going to have at E3 way back in January. January of this year, there was no clear sign that E3 was going to happen. So a lot of this is going to be scrambling. And a lot of people should be going to E3 with caution. It can be a quality four days of gaming news and reveals, but everything you hope for is not going to be there. COVID did cripple this industry in a major way last year. It continues to have impacts. So if people go in there saying there was no E3 last year, that means these companies are going to come in with all these big announcements to make up for it. No, they're not. They still have a schedule they have to abide by. They still have to look at you know, the overall output of the software that they have in the pipeline. It's going to be it's going to be a nice event, but people have to kind of temper expectations. They're not just going to drop megaton announcements to make up for last year. That's not how this works. This was still an event that they kind of have put together very quickly. And, you know, it's going to be good for what they want to deliver, but it's not it's not going to be the end all be all that people are going to hype up in their heads. Mm. I mean, I mean, E3's basically hyped up like that every year. And like very rarely is it like. And now people, because there wasn't one last year, people are hyping this one up even more because, oh, it's the return of E3. So that means they have to come in with, you know, guns blazing and have this huge event. No, it's still going to be treated as this is E3. We're going to come in and do our thing. But as we've seen other companies, you have EA say, we're not going to E3. We're going to have our own event in July. So companies still opted out. Yeah, but did we really? We're going to host whenever we want. We don't need E3. And some companies who will be at E3 will still have other summer events. E3 is no longer the focus. Did we really count? I mean, EA wasn't really part of it. I mean, they kind of were. They were on like a Saturday outside of E3 start date because Microsoft was supposed to be the ones that kicked it off. They just, they're right next to it. So everyone just said, hey, this is, it's E3. Uh, But they didn't really treat it as E3 necessarily. Technically, I mean, EA in a way kicked off E3 because even Microsoft's event itself was before E3 started. E3 started on Tuesday. Microsoft was always Monday or Sunday. Yeah. Yep. So they would just do it before like a lot of people showed up basically. And then they'd have like well, floor floor units out. For media would be there and, and everything. Media would already be in town. Media would get there Friday because you'd have EA on Saturday. Yeah. So you're already there ahead of the time. And it was just, hey, the floor opens Tuesday morning. 
we're going to have you come to our show. You're going to report on our news. It was just a way to kick off things, ease you into it. And then Tuesday is when the gates of hell were unleashed. And that's why Nintendo always did their direct Tuesday morning or when they used to have their live press conferences. They chose Tuesday morning deliberately because they'd say, our conference is done. As soon as you leave our presentation, you're going to the demo show floor. You're going to play the games we just announced and showed you. And that was part of their marketing strategy. Now with this all digital event, the fact that we don't have specific dates for a lot of these companies, it really makes you, you know, wonder what exactly is going on behind the scenes. How much confusion is there? Our company is still kind of sitting there saying, you know, we have a general idea of what we want on a show, but we're still scrambling to even get certain games in our presentations. We might still be reaching out to companies to try to say, hey, let's use Microsoft as the example. As recently as, you know, earlier this month, they may have said to EA, wait those four weeks, we'll have Battlefield 6 in June at our presentation. That's something that would have been decided months ago had this been a traditional E3. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, they've we've even seen some of the trailer leak out already. So we're all basically like, all right, they're just going to drop the trailer at some point at this rate. So uh, it's uh, it's going to be interesting, I think, a month from now when that happens. But we did have quite a few rumors pop up this week for Nintendo after it looks like a Blogspot posting was listed. This was by Zippo over on Zippo Speaks. And this made the rounds everywhere. I mean, like, all these websites posted about it. And I do believe that some of these places chose certain parts to talk about because they may have their own knowledge of it. Like how Nintendo life talked about Donkey Kong and they seem to have their own source around it as well. So I, I think some specifically chose parts of it, but there, there's actually quite a few things in here when it comes to, I guess, rumored or unannounced games now with, for example, 2d Metroid, but like, I, I feel like 2D Metroid's been... We've been talking about 2D we've, Metroid for a long time. We've discussed 2D Metroid more times than copies the game will sell. Oh, no. No, hold on. Okay, hold on. Hold on a minute. Uh, this oh. is... Metroid Metroid needs that moment, right? This this has to be the big seller for Metroid, right? No, it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to sell big, right? I don't know if ah. 2D Metroid will, but 3D Metroid. This is, 3D Metroid. This is Switch I, effect, right? The Switch no, effect. of Come the on. two, I think Metroid Prime 4 has the greatest selling potential. To, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I think people also radically overestimate the appeal of the Metroidvania genre as a whole. Like, if I say to you, what did Hollow Knight sell? 3 million. 2.8 million is the last official figure. Yeah. 2.8 million. Like, and that's the thing, those people say, oh, you know, the 2D Metroid is going to be great. Hollow Knight's not at $3 million yet. It was a $15 game. It's praised universally. So, yeah, so I mean, so let's say Metroid... that's the ceiling for a 2D Metroid game. $2.8 It would be the best-selling Metroid game. Yeah, it's it a fine number. But, like, you have people already come out, like, $5 million. Like, let's bring this number down. Let's If it can sell $2.5 million, let's all be very happy for that'd that success. That'd be good. Success. That'd be good for, for a Metroid game. That'd be good. My yeah, thing is better than fair. Samus Returns, too. That'd be a lot better than Samus Returns. Samus Returns sold like five copies. My thing is, <laughs> I don't know optics-wise, as a general consumer, that Nintendo could go out there and be like, hey, here's a 2D Metroid. Hey, here's a 2D Donkey Kong. It's like, what, what fucking year are we in here? Like, And I would enjoy them. I think everyone on this panel would enjoy them. Yeah. But mass appeal-wise, and optics wise, I just think it would be kind of weird to have two 2D games and franchises that you haven't had a new game new 
since what 2014 for donkey kong and 2016 mm -hmm. i'm not really counting samus returns i'll count federation force but 2016 <laughs> for metroid like you're gonna count that game <laughs> i mean you know, i, I love but Have i mean it, it really was you know it was just a remake essentially uh but it, okay so this one apparently 60 frames per second that's good the Metroid. i kind of expect that from a 2d metroid style game though on the switch but donkey kong was the other one there was some back and forth on it between 2d or 3d it does appear to be 2d though uh, and that's kind of what i was expecting as well for it so that one's 2D, gonna be weird 2d it, makes sense for donkey kong only because i mean in my opinion i would have loved for them to go 3d like donkey kong 64 yep. it would have been more ambitious it would have been very exciting yep. 2d games sell better because they have more casual appeal when you look at like 2d platformers there's a reason new super mario brothers sells better than 3d yes. mario games at least traditionally we haven't like had a 2d mario, mario game i say it's because mario it's like, we don't really have a good example of it on the switch because we don't have an original 2d mario well yeah but yeah but that's still sold really well so over 10 million copies yes. for the one they didn't even take the u out of the title no that was just like we like, gotta do that it's mario well. <laughs> so that's like, the thing with like a donkey kong if you go 2d you Donkey Kong still Tropical Freeze couldn't sell. It's a great it's it's a great game. It should but have it sold. Still couldn't sell. I, 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 is that because is that because of the character then versus Mario? Like Donkey Kong's not going to sell more than Mario is what I mean. Yeah. No, it'll never come close. So you got to do something more with the Donkey Kong franchise. Just be like, it's another two D one. If it was a new two D game, I think it would do considerably better than Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. I think it would do. Con I think it would go back to almost where it was on the Wii. You think one it can rival Donkey Kong Country Returns? It, uh, maybe it doesn't reach as many sales, but I think it can get closer if they have some really fresh ideas. If they, I think the problem with Tropical Freeze is that maybe it was a little bit too close. It's way better. I think it's much better than Returns, but I think it's just a little too close well, like, to it. What, what, you know? what can you really do with with Donkey Art style Kong wise in the two D style wise and game and game design wise? Like what you do, like Tropical Freeze in terms of how Retro does it might be completely different based on if the team is what they're saying, it's the Odyssey team, they might have completely different ideas that even though it's 2D or maybe it's 2.5D, maybe they do some different things and maybe like uh, Crash Bandicoot, kind of how like you can go into a like stage. Like different perspectives. Or, yeah. yeah, different perspectives. Mm -hmm. They can do some different things that maybe Retro Studios can't do because it's the Odyssey team. If it's there, it's the Mario team. So I feel that if, it, if that's appealing along with an actual nice graphic boost to the game, I think that it can get back to being where Donkey Kong was because the Super Nintendo games sold extremely well too on much smaller install bases mm -hmm. yes you know so i think it can get back there they just need something new yeah. a little bit more of a fresh they need idea, a unique pull be it visual yeah. or a gameplay gimmick to really mm -hmm. say like look how this is you can't go like donkey konga type unique where you need bongos but you need some sort of gameplay gimmick to learn people and that kind of it reminds me of like even the 2d metroid topic if 2d metroid comes out with the visual style that is accurate to what we have known for 2d metroid games it will look clean. It will look nice. But I feel like if 2D Metroid could evolve and you could get a better art style, like a Hollow Knight and Ori, that type of visual display, that would lure in new people because it's it would stand out. Taking like Samus Returns and making that HD, it's going to look very impressive. But it's just like... No, I wouldn't uh, want that, to be honest, man. If we're like, speaking on all these 2D type games, uh, something like I, there's a lot of love in the chat for this one, uh, and I think that'd be really cool. If if not a new one, at minimum, uh, a, a new like a redone version of Wario Land Four. 
Um, there we go. Yeah. Or a new Wario Land in general, and no, I mean, okay the that. art style of Shake It, where it looked like a cartoon. If they mm. can, if they can do a two D look without having to give it like that two point five three D look and make it look like a really cool cartoon, uh, not in the style of like Cuphead or anything, but look at the you know yeah, Shake It on the Wii. Yeah. The art style and that was great for being a you know a almost, cartoon game. I must wonder if some of these bigger companies look at the idea of two D games and just be like, all right, how can we make this feel like it's worth like six dollars? Or in Sony's case, how can we make this feel like it's like a seventy dollar game? Kind of. Sony, Sony doesn't make two D games. But that's what I mean. Like that, <laughs> if you if they wanted to, they'd be like, well, we got to figure out how to make it feel like it's worth that kind of money. Uh, it is almost my 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 thought I, there. And I think a part of that is the presentation. I yeah. think if you could look at Hollow Knight, and if they said this game was sixty dollars, I think a lot of people would say it's worth sixty dollars. You think so? You think a lot of people would say that? Oh, I, 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 I don't agree. think so either. I don't know. That's the problem. Metroid. There's uh, the, the problem is there's a million fucking two D platformers. There's a million fucking two D yeah. Metroidvania games out there already yes. for a fraction of the price. I don't care that Donkey Kong used to be, and it still is one of the greatest two D platformers. I don't care that Metroid was one of the best Metroidvania games of all time. Times change. And with times changing, you have to adapt to it. So, you know, you know, it's tough. Nintendo used to be able to rely on a handheld system and, you know, throw out a couple 2D games on there, 40 bucks, nobody gives a shit. But when you start talking about $60, you're talking about these IPs that, you know, haven't been represented well on consoles. Look at Metroid, look at Donkey Kong. Like I said, 2014 since the last home console Donkey Kong. Oh my God, the heater's so stupid. Um, <laughs> you know, you gotta, you gotta, I don't know. I, to me personally, I think if they came out with Prime Trilogy HD at E3, it would be more impactful than a new 2D Metroid would yeah, be. My yeah. personal opinion. I, it probably I would, would agree be. With yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people who didn't play the whole Metroid Prime game. So, yeah, that'd be like new games for quite a few people. Mm -hmm. um, so, but I mean, a 2D Metroid would be cool. So, you know, I'll get it. I'll play it. I wonder what the, if they'll just call it Metroid v or metroid 5 or something or they'll come up with a different title but they, they according to the thing they don't they want to avoid the the country moniker oh i, mean, I meant for metroid but yeah for dk oh, sorry. For, for dk yeah they'll probably come up with their own original title just i just want to say that donkey, donkey kong 64 sold 5.3 million copies that blew my mm -hmm. fucking mind when let's I go 3d let's go dk yeah let's go. well that's the crazy well the, the reason N64? for that that's the reason crazy. for that is because they packaged it with the expansion pack and uh, a lot yeah. of people were like and the price was actually good because they couldn't get the game working without it so they were just like right. throw it in there i guess and some people were able to find the game with the expansion pack for the same price as the expansion pack at the time because the expansion pack was like blown up in price uh, from what I remember, it was hard to find just by itself. So people were like, even if it's $20 more, I'll get DK64 with it. Why not? Dude, it was DK also a pretty hyped release, though. No, yeah, it was. Was, it was. It was. clout back in the day. I was. Know, DK was like super clout. Remember back the, the cartoon? Yeah. Hey, yo, look out down below. Here it comes, Banana Slammer. Maybe, I mean, maybe one day. He had the rap. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember. People were like, people were like, did he, did he curse in the rap? Do you remember that? I think they changed it in like the later version of the game because they said he's a hell of a Kong. He oh yeah, but he's also like, if he shoots, you're. Yeah. <laughs> it was Don great. Donkey Kong, Don bro, those the good days. Donkey Kong could be a major franchise, man. If you think about it, yeah. Donkey Kong has to be one of the most fascinating franchises because yeah. it was super hot when it first came out 40 years ago and like people were like 
obsessed with it and then it sort of fizzled out a little bit and then it came back and it was just like a huge phenomenon again like you usually it's usually it usually just carries over or fizzles out and dies you don't see like a rebirth of it bring back yeah. the cartoon bring bring i, I would yeah. agree with that i think also if they could give more personality <laughs> and like lend to the different characters i think mm. that would really do well too oh man now i want a 3d donkey kong game i would Mario love a 3d kong. if freaking plays tiny kong again or they had multiplayer kong. too oh it was like basically like a, like a shooter at times like you'd run around with like the uh, what's his name lanky kong had the big like the yeah. the blow dart yeah y'all gotta God. know that, that, that game though there was that donkey oh, the fetch before. quest the, the fetch, fetch quest killed the, it the, the, the amount of collecting was just <laughs> absurd modern, modern, yeah. you, you know, modern. then i said it was absurd. i was like dude this is absurd even back then i was saying this is absurd. <laughs> i mean nah, I, I was, was like kid, this is amazing I yeah i was <laughs> a kid i enjoyed it so. i have a confession I, I didn't play donkey kong 64 till i was an adult so I've played like uh, one hour of Donkey Kong 64 and I'm like, fuck uh, this game to the pit uh, of hell. I well, could see it being awesome if I was a kid, time. but yeah. that's that's kind of why I want a 3D Donkey Kong game mm. because I didn't get that experience as a kid. And okay. you can't yeah. you can't really go back to that game because it's, it's just true. maybe they'll bring it to the Switch through like the 64 stuff. No, what? I want a new one. I want a pro properly playing one. Super Mario if, 64 just poo poos all over. If it. you're gonna bring an old Donkey Kong to the Switch, you're bringing Donkey Kong 94. Oh God, yes. Yeah, that's a pretty good game. That game that, is incredible. It's pretty cool bananas. Well, what, whatever you bring back, it's got to be something that hooks new people to the franchise, not just nostalgia, I feel like. <sighs> I like the 3D Donkey Kong. I mean, no, I guess I, I, it would cost more money, I guess. It but. would cost a lot more money. It would it would definitely just be that more ambitious, exciting release. Yeah. Well, and we know Nintendo's struggling this generation. <laughs> they can't be spending that money or struggling a little bit. You know, things. come on, fuck that. You're making money. When you're making money, these are the times that you take chances. These are the making, times. I mean, they're making money, money by accident. There's no way they thought Super Mario Party was going to sell like 15 million copies. But it doesn't matter. You know, scared money don't make money. Somebody uh, told me that once. If they, if, I think they'll do three. If they felt that they can get a good 3D game going, they'll do it. But maybe they felt I mean, they, they had made better Super idea. Mario Odyssey. That was pretty fucking good. Like, oh yeah, but Mario, Mario's had a proven, Mario's had a proven track record of 3D. You know, you know what you do? You fucking just copy King Kong story, and with Donkey Kong, what? that's all you do. We've talked about you want, this before you want, on you want channel. The gritty. You want the gritty Donkey uh, Kong story where they go to an island and they they take them and they try to use them for profits and and then you and play then, as Donkey Kong and then you have to escape through the island. City. Then yes, it no, it's New Dog City. They bring oh them to New God. Dog City and they put them on display and then you have this you know what? huge section of the game. It'd be fucking amazing. You didn't have me in the first half, but you sold me in the second half. Hey. I'm on board. Uh, I'm let's in. do it. I'm in. Get Diddy. Get Diddy Kong. You know he's racing. Yeah, you can do so much. Get Dixie's my favorite, so get Dixie, get Diddy. Hey, let's go. Funky Kong can come. Diddy was awesome because he had like the peanut shooters. Those are yes. great in multiplayer. They would just rapid fire off. And I and I liked him because he did cartwheels instead of the rolls. And I thought cartwheels. He did cartwheels. Were cool. Yes, he oh, did yep. cartwheels instead. And Dixie has hair, and if she spins her hair around, she can fly, and that's also dope too. So yeah. Another section that talks about Fire Emblem. I don't know if you looked into this one, OJ, because I know you're a big did. Fire Emblem fan. Uh, yes, they, they're talking about a remake of the Japan-only Super Famicom type title, Genealogy yes. of the Holy War. Yes, the Holy War. That's the, one of the most elusive games in the Fire Emblem history in terms of what fans want. So yeah, one of the most complex ones. Many feel that it is the best. Well, the hardcore, you know, nerdy Fire Emblem dudes feel like it's the best one out of all of them because of the depth of the characters and the story. Um, mm -hmm. 
So yeah, that's, that's we're, talking a, we're talking a full remake to the Switch. So you're from yeah, Super Famicom from, Switch. That'd be pretty big. Like, like an Echoes title. So like you guys remember Shadows of Valentia on the mm-hmm. 3DS? So yep. they have like that branding of Echoes. So bringing that back, but with um, but with uh, this one here. Now I'm not sure what they would do. Like it's not apparently it wouldn't be Koei Tecmo. So it would be Koei. They they even talked about Koei Tecmo doing a, a different Fire Emblem game. So it would be the actual mm-hmm. intelligent systems because a lot of Three Houses was made by Koei Tecmo. So it would be intelligent yes. systems doing this one. So it would be mm-hmm. interesting to see the, the look of the game. You know, because that was one of the uh issues that some people had with with the graphics of three houses i mean this is a risky endeavor i feel slightly only because you had a lot of new fans come in with you know fire emblem on switch and Mm -hmm. it is a radically different game it really is this isn't even going to be close to what they've played so you're going to come into this older style but they could change it they could update it and if you update yeah. it too much you lose the essence of what made the original great okay so i mean this has a perfect balance of how they approach this game i would prefer the echo style of this is how the game was we've modernized it if you don't like the combat triangle too bad deal with it we don't have a lot of heavy dialogue we're not going to be that rpg that three houses is we're going back to the strategy rpg of old the game's going to kick your ass adapt and learn i like that style of fire emblem i liked those older fire emblem games do you like echoes and what they did with the modernization of that game like shadows yeah. of because like they modernize it to the point where yeah. it is it's it you can it's play it's old, you can play every old you can play every fire emblem old school yeah. you want to, even three houses but they gave you enough tools and options for those who don't so is i think they're gonna if yeah. they're gonna do it they're gonna do something like that it'd be like shadows of valentia so yeah if they can if they can go with the shadows of valentia type approach i i think that would be the best route for them but you're definitely you're not going to bring in any of the new fans with this yes, they will well force them I'll force them to force them. this game with Marth and you'll enjoy it. I will force them to do it. <laughs> and then they also, Zippo also mentioned Super Mario Party 2, which does seem very obvious at this point because I just, like I just said, Super Mario Party sold like a stupid amount, like an John, amount don't I don't even know? think they expected. John, don't you know? If yeah. It's or not, tell us, tell us, <laughs> just go ahead and tell us, right? Yeah, they're doing this. Yes, they're gonna they're gonna do Super Mario Party two instead of do DLC with new boards and sell that. There you go, Super Mario Party two. Sure, <sighs> that's you get a uh, bonus though. If you have saved that, you'll get like a little like extra Mario figurine or something like that. That'll be an update. Bonus. That'll be an update two years after release. <laughs> uh, it's. It, I mean, that's that's where the boards, I guess, will be added. Hopefully, or, there's there's a lot of variety and, and fun stuff to it. But I yeah I, I I'm I'm pretty sure we're seeing Super Super Mario Party two come out I, I can't even believe that one sold as well as it did that's the best selling super speaking, like mario party ever speaking of mario party i would like to make it known that i beat oj and mario party yesterday oh nice. she, actually she didn't she actually didn't beat me in mario but she got lucky at the end where they give you the, the crazy stupid random bonus stars that's during the actual game she, she actually got bodied you got low-key bodied it's on VOD. It's okay. It's on low key. But, but what happened in the Nintendo Pentathlon? You don't have to get mad. The actual skill. What you happened? This luck. You also didn't understand math, dude. You got, you got lucky. This dude's out here lady. trying to count spaces and he couldn't figure it out. For like dude, that game mode's straight. trash. Be quiet. That game mode is garbage. Did you guys know there's a game mode of Super Mario Party that you get a certain <laughs> amount of like rolls, right? And like there's like the star and you have to land directly on it with the spaces. You mm-hmm. if you if you yep. don't have enough, like if you do more, it, you go right by it. Yeah, you pass it. Wor- 
Why did they do that? Why is that even a thing? That's that's absurd. That's the reason why she won. That's okay, it. okay. That's the reason why. That's the reason, yeah. That's the reason why. It's a stupid game. Screw that game. Uh, <laughs> then we had the Zelda 35th anniversary stuff. It's pretty straightforward. Wind Waker Twilight Princess. Talked about that like months ago. Yeah, I could talk about that forever, but I'd rather just wait and see at this point. I, I mean, I, I'd pretty much expect that. Uh, what else? We'll see. But Breath of the Wild 2. I, man, people are saying it might be out this year, might be out next year. I feel like Nintendo wants it for the holiday, but I mean, they could release it in March and it'd be fine. I'm thinking physical year. March. I, think they, I, I yeah. agree. I think they want it for holiday. If it happens, cool. If not, March. I mean, it'd be five. What's their holiday game then? Pokemon. Well, I think there's a wild card that might be announced to be thrown out in like September. <laughs> no. Is it is it Mario Kart? Mario Kart Nine? Fuck no. No, I, I won't say that. that. I I think it's. I think they're gonna put out by itself uh super mario galaxy 2 i think we're finally gonna get that release that ain't no holiday game that'd be interesting super mario galaxy they could could just throw it out in september like at the end of september oh you mean the wii game just put on the switch yeah (laughs) oh i thought you were talking oh my bad i thought you said super mario galaxy 3 for a second okay you don't think the collection's gonna be holiday the oh the zelda collection yeah, you don't think that's probably just be dropped in there. I mean, they still have to somehow work in Bayonetta three because that's that's coming out this year, right? No. Yes, yes. Because I, I, I people told me it was coming out like two years ago. So. I'll say it every year until it comes out, so it'll, I'll be right at some point. <laughs> that's Man, true. this better be this better be like an open world like Bayonetta or something. Like something must oh, be going worry. on with this you, thing. You get to, you're going to have multiple playable characters. You're going to play as Kamiya. He's going to be in there. You're going to have <laughs> options to have to where he can block you straight from there. It's like yeah. just automatic block. It's going to be great. Trust you know, it'd be funny if they announce an Astral Chain two, and then that comes out before Bayonetta does. That'd be really funny. That, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that did not happen. That's not. You no, know I have a sneaky suspicion. It's been long enough. Astral Chain Two is coming. I'm, no, I'm no, this, no, no. There's no. If there was an Astral Chain Two, I would have heard about it. Nate, is there an Astral Chain Two? If, do you know if there's an Astral Chain Two at all? <laughs> what? Oh, oh. The way he said yeah, that. Wait. Um, yeah, it's called Scarlet Nexus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we think Breath of the Wild, the wonderful 102. That's the game everyone wants, right? Yeah. (laughs) So we we think Breath of the Wild. We think Breath of the Wild too is 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 next year, probably like March to finish up the fiscal year. Anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. March, February. Five years. Drop it in there. Mm -hmm. Ah, we're gonna miss the rematch of uh, Horizon and Zelda then for Game of the Year. Really though. Oh, interesting. So you think that because Sony just Sony just confirmed that that. Horizons coming out this year, didn't they? No, they didn't. People should really read that article a little closer. The editor and the author of the article was simply stating the official line that Sony's given Mm. several months ago. They just reiterated that the game was supposed to come out this year because that's the last thing Sony said about it. Sony did not make any comment regarding Horizon Forbidden West release date. Interesting. So you think Horizon's going to miss this year too? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying people need to read the article a little closer. Sony did not comment on the release date. Listen, I think I think Horizon. I think Horizon's coming out this year. Yeah, I'm going with Horizon this year. I think Horizon's coming out this year. I think God of War is going to be pushed to early next year, 2023. Hey. What else would they have for the holiday, right? If there's no Horizon, I mean, what did Xbox have for the holiday? A system. <laughs> what Xbox has game, game Pass. They have Game Pass. They just have Game Pass. They just have that, game that, pass. That, it's just Game Pass. Honestly, they're just selling the system on Game Pass, which is working, right? 
Yeah, I mean, they had to basically buy Yakuza like a dragon for six months or something. It worked uh, well. Game Pass. They're gonna have it Starfield, did. right? Starfield. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Of, I mean, no, for the, I mean, for this holiday they'll have Halo. Yeah. But... And then they said Mario Kart. Okay, so new Mario Kart game, Mario Kart Nine. There you go. I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little. I'm like a little about time, but I'm skeptical. I, I'm a little skeptical of that one too. At least for this year. I think that's a Switch. I think they're going to try to make that a cross-gen game anyway. This is going to yeah. be like it's going to be on this Switch. This is going to be on the next. That would make sense. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get two systems out of this one. I mean, I think we will hear something potentially this fiscal year from the Mario Kart team. They're overdue for an announcement. Their last game at least for the Switch, was ARMS. Their last actual involvement with a game was Mario Kart Tour, but they are due for an announcement of their new project. Legs. Oh, gosh. Or two. Another ARMS game. Legs. What's wrong with another ARMS game? ARMS was good. No, we want legs now. What would sell better, though? ARMS or (laughs) Teenage Dude, well, about, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. That's actually a good question. That's actually a good question. Arms sold like three mil, didn't it? Yeah, that's. Almost, I mean, yeah, that's a yeah. good question. Actually, should we? Arms a bigger property Wait, okay, than Metroid? Hold on, hold on. We're we're talking about like two D Metroid sold on like like DS for sixty dollars. This is going to be good. No, no, no. So we'll have we, it on. We haven't had a two D Metroid come out on Switch yet, right? No, but right. Dang, that's that's yeah, what this will be interesting. And, That'll no, be interesting. Yeah, I I think for sure we're going to see higher numbers definitely on that. Just. For oh, what Metroid? No. I, I like yeah, I like that one, Sean. That's a good comparison, Sean. Hey, so based have... on what? Because if you look at trends, it doesn't look too okay. good. So here's 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 a scenario that I give you. If the game, let's just say the game is hella high rated, like eighty five plus ninety. Okay. Let's just say it gets ninety. It's easily gonna cross past arms three million plus ninety no. rated game. Good content. Based, yes. based on what? Based on the install base of the Switch. Based uh-huh. on the drought of the drought of Metroid games. Okay. And based off of Metroid fans knowing that they need to do something. A lot of talk coming from the Metroid fans. So so what you're you're telling me is a system that has over 75 million units sold worldwide that gets a 2D Metroid game that gets like, let's say an 85 on Metacritic (laughs) would be... You're going to bring up a Game Boy Advance. I know you are. 3 million arms. No, I'm bringing up Metroid Samus Return. Samus Return. An 85 on Metacritic with 75 But if that was on the Switch, better. Game on Switch would have sold better. On the 3DS when the Switch was already announced and people wanted games on the Switch. Every time, every time you could about the 3DS. The Switch had a huge install base at this point in time. The 3DS still had a huge install base. Yeah, it was like the last DS game, right? One of the last one, ones one to get released. Yeah, I one, mean, one a lot, a lot of people kind of, you know, like they kind of start moving on. They start saving. They were playing all those games. awesome Switch games, like Super Bomberman R and Has hey, Been Heroes. Like, come hey, on, there wasn't all that much shit. The time out. that that game came out, there was a, there was Splatoon. Splatoon two was out. Arms was out. Breath obviously, of Breath of the Wild. Wild. Um, what's, yeah. what's it called? Was out. Um, Mario Plus Rabbids was out. Pokemon Tournament was out. There was a number of games out. Yeah. You want to know what's a true shame? Hmm. Is that uh, Metroid Zero Mission only sold like seven hundred fifty thousand copies? Yeah. It's okay. Made I'll it's... tell you now. Here's the excuse for now. I'm joking. <laughs> there is no excuse for that. I mean, there's no I excuse think... for that. Yeah, no can you can you get um? I, someone was saying you could get Zero Mission and stuff on on Wii U, right? Is that still available? Yes. Uh, the virtual console. Yeah. yeah. They should bring those over 
to Nintendo Switch Online. I think a lot of people do a lot of stuff on Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> yeah. I know, but even like like bring the Metroid stuff over. But like I feel like a lot of people would give them a try, and I feel mm -hmm. like you know, like Zero Mission stuff really gives you know in depth looks at the characters and stuff. So I think yeah. it'd be good prep for people. I think it'd be a great idea. Absolutely, they put bring all the stuff NES, over. NES, and they should put Metroid, NES, and Super Metroid on there too. Oh wait, they already did. <laughs> Yay! The Bucks win. Gosh. Excellent. <sighs> okay, so let's do it right, right here, right now, okay? Uh, you think 2D Metroid, when that gets announced and it releases, do you think it outsells ARMS? Yes. No. Oh, uh, I'm man. On the, I'm on the, no, I'm on the Sean boat. I'm on the Put Sean boat. I'm on, I'll, I'll say. I look, at, yeah. I look at numbers, statistics, and data. So you're, you know not what? Gonna get, you're not going to give. You're not going to give the Switch effect. You're not going to give you, the Can you name me one Metroid game that sold over 3 million copies? No, I can technically <laughs> give you one. No, you can't. This is giving me some fuckery. <laughs> Your original Metroid Prime, right? Okay. And then you add in Metroid Prime Trilogy. <laughs> Damn, three million, baby. I that's, is that not? Am I not correct? So te technically, technically, I'm correct. Thank you. Thank you, so, sir. I, I think it. I think it will sell arms uh, overall. I don't know if it's gonna be by much, but I think it will. I think I'll get there. I think it will. Yeah. I don't give a damn what it sells. I just want to play it and enjoy it. Same. I just Metroid want good, fancy to show up. Let's see the Metroid fans. Metroid game. Okay, I, well, I, first, it has to be good, right? Like, we can't be like, yeah. oh, it's a 60, yeah. you got to go buy it. Uh, obviously, if it comes out, and it's like, hey, this is a great 2D Metroid game on the Switch. It's like an eight, you know, an 85 up or whatever. Yet, yeah, it's like, yeah, this should sell well enough. Um, so, I mean, I we'll think, see. I think a new 2D Metroid game actually has a lot of competition to really you know be judged against now it's going to be judged against ori it's going to be judged against hollow knight yeah. if you can't just come in with a good 2d metroid you have to come in with an amazing outstanding 2d metroid to get these high scores because if reviewers are going to look at it and say this isn't as good as hollow knight and it's four times the price mm. that's a good point i mean yeah. it might still get eight it can still be a damn good game but it just has a lot of competition. And as Sean brought up earlier, there's a lot of Metroidvania games from indie studios. And a lot of them are really good. Here, we, here comes the Mercury with their own original not, 2D Metroid game. They're not the bounty hunter. Not the yeah, it's true. I mean, branding is pretty important for this. That's why That's why Nintendo can move Wii U games over and they outsell games like uh, Horizon Zero Dawn and all this stuff. I mean, but technically... Hollow Knight has outsold Samus Returns by a large amount. I, yes, I just think it's sold, it sold other outsold other. And I think Nintendo is, is planning to put it, it, Metroid is is one of their top big future like pushes of game series. So I do think what like I've said on previous shows with four, where it's going to be like setting up something brand new for the future of Metroid. I think they're going to hype it up, whether that's also the trilogy, this brand new game. I think if they announce this 2D game, I think that means we'll get an update. Like they're, they're going to talk a lot about Metroid really quick at once. What with one game coming out and say, OK, four is mm -hmm. on the way. Here's this other game. Get hype for Metroid. The trilogy drops in this month. Get ready for it. And then the fourth game finally will uh, will eventually come out. And I do think they're going to start hyping the series up to be big. And I think that's why we've just kind of been silent on it, because I think they're planning something big for it and i think there is a little bit of switch effect when it comes to a lot of games like this where mm -hmm. everyone will kind of get hyped that metroid is back and word of mouth will spread and streamers will play it and people want to get into it 
where I do think at minimum it'll sell three million. Uh, a 2D version will sell that. I think the trilogy could do five to eight million because that's going to be exciting for people to go and play those games for the first time for a lot of people. And then the fourth game drops, and if everyone's loved everything else, then fourth game is going to be huge, especially for us, the people who've been waiting for it. So I think Nintendo has a lot for Metroid coming up, and I do think they're going to put it as one of their front runner franchises again. I disagree because Japan doesn't give a fuck about the franchise and Nintendo's right. but, very well Jap- that's Japanese that's fair, but they, they have to they have to do some catering here and there. And I do think do. If, this, if this if this is a huge hit and everywhere else outside of Japan, they're gonna care. They're gonna care greatly. So bring back Star Fox. And, yeah. I well. agree. <laughs> All right. Evan, we got Discord question over there. Uh, we had Two people ask kind of the same thing. Which open world game has the best side quests? Uh, this guy was talking about Horizon Zero Dawn. And then we had another guy asking uh, between Breath of the Wild and Witcher 3, which one had better side quests? The best side quest would be Witcher 3. I was about to say, it's, it's got to be Witcher 3. Some of those side quests turned into basically main quests. Yeah. Um, I would say Witcher 3 or even Red Dead 2. I thought Red Dead 2 had okay. really Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Any, any, really, any of these open world games where they don't feel like side quests, but they feel like full main quests from other yeah. games, basically, you know, that kind of depth to them are very good. But Witcher 3 definitely stands out as, as one of those uh, top tier games with side quests like that. I mean, maybe so. this example is kind of stupid because the main quest of the game is kind of, eh, kind of, eh, but like Cyberpunk, like the, the side quests are way better than the main story in that game. They're way more interesting, way better written. Um, doesn't say much because a lot of the game is, um, well, you know what happened. But I would say those side quests are worth checking out the game if you ever get into it because there's some really good stories. Okay, and we got another Discord question. I'll go to Super Chats and we'll we'll go to our final topic. It's mostly there for Sean so we can talk about AAA nights. Would Microsoft abandon the Xbox Series S in like three years or would they try to keep it going forward? Oh, they'll keep, I mean, they'll keep it going. In fact, I think they'll actually build on it and make it so that, like, the internal storage gets larger. Like, they'll have, like, a one terabyte version of it or something. I mean, Phil Spencer has already said that he's looking to the Series S as probably being the bigger seller of the two SKUs moving forward, especially in developing areas who can't afford the premium model. They're going to go for the more budget, affordable option of the Series S. So that's a vital pillar to everything that they're working towards. They want that affordable entry point to game pass and series s is always going to be marketed cool. as that entry point it also i mean it also makes some more money too because if you buy that you're just buying games from microsoft or you're subscribing to game pass you're not going to the store and getting a disc yeah, so like they, they want that to be the best selling one <laughs> they they want that and they wouldn't they wouldn't get rid of that so Okay, let's go to Super Chess here. Dragoon says, in relation to Rich's mistake this week, what was the most memorable mistake you made as a content creator? Hmm. Not not following through with the content I truly want to make and being told I shouldn't do something. So Most memorable mistake. I stayed up till 2 a.m. hoping that uh, the Vita 5G would be announced. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I um I thought that there was a uh, a uh, uh, there was a super powered Nintendo Switch that was coming. Uh, and is there, I uh, is there a live stream where we could see this happen in real time? <laughs> you can watch OJ's soul leave his body. Uh, oh yeah, I, that was probably my biggest mistake. <laughs> I uh, I sneezed on stream. 
I showed my ass on stream. Yeah, but now we're getting sponsored, so that's not a mistake. Marketing. Yeah, that was marketing. Really? Because all of a sudden, are we sure it was a mistake? Because all of a sudden, the spawn cast gets sponsors. Marketing, man. I play. I play 4D chess. You know, I'm looking at. I mean, we even have the callback for whenever Manscaped comes knocking. What are we gonna do? Show a before and after picture? I mean, no, you can. I mean, I use the the lawnmower on my chest too, to like, because it has it comes with a little head thing that you can adjust the. It's called a lawnmower. Yeah, they actually have a lawnmower 3.0. There's a 4.0 now. Is it Bluetooth? There's a 4.0. I don't need one, so. It has an attachment, and you can, like, make (laughs) it. This isn't sponsored, by the way. You know, so you could trim it. Works good. I I use it to trim chest hair. There you go. Nice. There you go. Uh, It's from Review Tech USA, Rich. Glad to catch this uh, live. Hope all is well, everyone. Thanks, Rich. Appreciate it. Aiden says, so when is... What is Nate becoming a cute VTuber <laughs> that yells at a seven? Well, it's whenever he can get a computer that can run it. And yeah, actually, Nate's and computer freak out. Nate's computer like explodes when he opens Discord. So that's not true. <laughs> he can't run a, v- a VTuber. I'm just not gonna run like Steam with he, Discord with OBS. Yeah, and... he he spent a week practicing on whatever program he was using and it worked and then the moment he boots discord it didn't work and he was just like i give up <laughs> i did yeah, i, using, I had, the, like I had a... the lips moving and everything i even adjusted in obs so you wouldn't see like the off camera so just literally center was the vtube character and then we were going to do this and i went to i did the obs camera link in discord and it just wasn't finding it i was like you worked for five days it's like so it's go to hell we get you a gaming pc Rich, yeah, 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 it might be time for you, Nate, to get a, uh, a PC. I need you, I need you as an anime schoolgirl to say kawaii desu, and I just want to record it. Yes. What be great. did you just say? You heard the kawaii man. Desu. It's going to happen. Have him on camera going like this. Yes. No, just deadpan. <laughs> I want it to be just deadpan faced. Uh, we, yeah, so we got to apparently get Nate a, a, a computer, and then we we, we, knew, we need to send it you to him. listening to this Alienware? No, we need to send it to him in pieces and make him put it together. Oh, God. Hmm. Oh, making a Labo kit? No, no, it's just you get all the pieces, and you have to try to put it together, but you don't have any access to the internet. So you got to try to build it on your own. Yeah, but what if I wear socks in a carpeted, in a carpeted was, room, and I static shock it? He's going to shock something. Yeah, we film it. Like my cat will walk by and all of a sudden it's like, like, well, (laughs) yeah, we gotta find we gotta find Nate a a PC so he can just be a VTuber for the podcast. Oh, it'd be so good. I don't want to be an anime VTuber. That's where it starts, and then someone makes you the smog character. It'll be good. Yeah, Uh, I need to be the Fern Gully thing. I need to be the Tim Curry Fern Gully Toxic Cloud. This is from Zaire Miller saying, has anyone watched season four of Castlevania? I still need to watch it. I so watched maybe it. Watch it. it was, yeah, yeah. No, someone else asked, but I watched it. It was really good. Oh, oh okay. Oh, good. Yeah, okay, really cool. Good. Jason says, do you think a beta for Halo will be during E3 2021? I would like to think that they'd be like, hey, we're starting flights now, but they probably announce it like a couple weeks in advance. I think we will have a flight over the summer, though. Maybe July somewhere in there i could see that happening though and they might announce plans to do that at e3 with like a post following that if the game drops in november i say beta september you know i everyone keeps saying november but i kind of feel like halo might show up in like september october if it does then july i fully see july having a beta but 
if if it's not if it's a november release date i think september is when they're gonna do testing with it. yeah i think we will get a flight though yeah i, I think they will do that for just the mul- at least multiplayer uh like a, a map or two or something this is from oh this is from al saying who's the newcomer with the tank top never seen him here before also do you think nintendo will implement proper USB-C compatibility in the pro Hmm, that's a good question. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see about this switch revision. That's uh, kind of gone quiet a bit recently. What so. what is proper USB C? What is that? What do what do they mean by that? Compatibility proper USB C. I don't know if they mean the power delivery for it because there were some concerns about the dock or any extra features that can be used now versus 2017 like thunderbolt or any of these other things uh, i feel like they want to keep it cheaper though and like they're i don't think they're looking to make like you know all these crazy improvements to it if they're not going to necessarily use them with the revision because people were wondering if they could do things with the dock and all of this and i i don't necessarily know if they would do that with the type of USB-C that they're using currently with mm. the limitations that it has i mean it's even on an older hdmi input right now uh mm. for for uh things like 4k 60 as an example when playing a game or hdr so mm. i mean we'll say like i said the switch revision stuff's gone kind of quiet recently so if it's supposed to start production in june or july like uh it was a bloomberg said you probably see leaks for from the factory then uh anna studio said is your name john or john it's john I oh, says okay. how that's <laughs> it's John with no H. It's that one. I says how come Nintendo haven't had a crossover game between Star Fox and Metroid? That would boost both franchises. Well, okay, which one would boost what which? Oh, well, what okay, which, which one would boost which though? Because <laughs> just cancel each other out. People tend Please. to overestimate. Like, why do they think that just because you cross something over, all of a sudden it makes it a better game? Like, I, I personally I, think it'd be kind of corny. Which yeah, one's helping? I would definitely I think it'd be corny. I am curious. Yeah. Okay, if you had to, which one's helping up the other though? Okay, Star Fox. Who's helping uh, who? Star Fox <laughs> is probably helping. Metroid. You think so? Star Fox has a bigger. Uh, Star Fox had at their peak. Star Fox yeah. was the most popular at their peak. So <sighs> Star Fox would probably Thanks. help out, but. We need a good Star Fox game and a good Metroid game. Why? Which we need this separate. Just in the middle of this gritty, this gritty space battle with Samus and all this stuff, and all of a sudden, an anthropomorphic talking fox and Toad and and Bunny just come in. Like it it works for Subspace Emissary, right? Like when you see like Samus like saving Pikachu. Yeah, it was freaking adorable, dude. Like Pikachu's a freaking generator. She saves him, and they're running, and she sees the the powers. Listen, that, that, that almost feels like fan fiction Hold at on, this what I'm point. saying is that's Smash. Like, if you're going to try to have, like, an actual story, uh, you know, like, Star Fox's attitude, scripting, the music, it's a completely different, it's much more, like, grandiose feel versus Metroid. It's more dark, gritty, alone, you know, like, inner monologue kind of stuff. It's just two totally different ballparks. I love them both, but for different reasons. Let me let me say something. Rumor years ago? Like didn't Paul it, it, it was a fake that rumor, a, a fake, a fake rumor. But remember, guys, when we all said, "Yo, you know what'd be great? Fire Emblem." Well, not all of us, but I Fire Emblem and Shin Megami Tensei. That would be a fantastic game. But it was. And they couldn't even get that done. And those are two freaking turn-based RPGs, and they but couldn't that, even get that done properly. It was a good game. No, Tokyo Marshes was great. It was, but there's no way in hell anyone wanted. There was no way in hell that that's what they wanted to make no. originally with Tokyo Mirage. They had to change it because they couldn't get it to work. And that's yeah. two old school RPG franchises. So I mean, it's not as easy as oh, what people think. That game you could know? have been so cool if they went the darker route. 
Instead, you don't like sing. You don't like singing. Idol singing. Oh, the game was great. It was just that was <laughs> so much Persona, and it wasn't SMT. It, wasn't, it was the funny thing is that wasn't even really. It was like its own weird, com, yeah. like completely weird thing. The gameplay is great though. The gameplay is fantastic. The gameplay is fantastic. I would take a sequel. Yeah. Let me go to Wolfman. It says it's been a long time since I've seen you guys live. So love you guys. Zoop says clarification. I'm choosing between male or female based on romance, and choosing between a adept and engineer to lower gunplay. Uh, famed guard <laughs> famed guardian says biomutant merc is digital pre-order bonus only got it so you have to uh, pre-order it digitally then to get it Christopher says what do you hope to see in the upcoming animated Mario film besides it not being bad Mario that was going to be my answer <laughs> not being bad Mario I want to see Wario make an appearance and Waluigi. I, I want to see them. Guy. I want to see them figure out how to make a plot that doesn't feel stupid. Good luck. I want Lou Albano to be a cameo character. He's also dead, so that would be a little. They tough. can make a little cameo character that looks like him and talks like him. Do you think they'll have like little Easter eggs and stuff in there? Like, do you think you'll see uh, uh, like Gino in the background at one point? Or... Well, I, well, I genuinely think there's going to be a point where like the DVD copy of the original film is going to be like on a shelf somewhere or like yeah. in a scene because it's going to be an animated film. Um, I think it was Illumination doing it. Mm -hmm. So I think the film could be done pretty well. There's going to be a lot of uh, if they take it in the comedy style of like a Lego movie or like um like what uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller write for a lot of those animated films. And I think it could actually be a really funny movie and with a lot of inside jokes like I that. Think, so. I think if anything, I'd like to see like like little Easter eggs towards other franchises that Nintendo has their other IPs, like 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 Fox oh, yeah. up on a shelf somewhere or something like that, you know, like a little we'll stuff see. Fox. I mean, that depends fun. on how lenient Nintendo allows them to be with the. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm surprised we haven't heard anything about that. That was announced so long ago. So hopefully, I think next year, I think we'll hear something. I think it's 2022. Yeah, yeah, 2022 is the movie, so. Wishbone says the Spartan console will save Sega Sammy RGT. There you go. There you go. Never give All up. Right. This is from Sir Sir Rich saying, yo, Jordan, love the nostalgia. I've been going, oh, I've been getting from your videos. Keep it going. Appreciate you go. it. And, then so says, and he says, Kimrix, you're the best. Aww. Hondo says, I played the Mass Effect trilogy for the first time last year between the RPG elements and the truly amazing world building. Mass Effect 1 is my favorite of the three. Well, then you're really going to like the Legendary Edition because <laughs> they, did a, a little longer? they did a great job with that. So yeah. this is Dan saying Wave Race for Switch is my annual E3 dream reveal. <laughs> Keep dreaming. <laughs> This is from oh, Honda. Honda says, also, Ashley has the most realistic dialogue of any teammate and one of the better arcs in the trilogy. Absolutely Ashley not. slanders for the ignorant. There you go, Jordan. Thank you, She's sir. Awful. Thank you. She's <laughs> awful. Her characters. I mean, as a character well written to what she is, sure. I, I still dislike her character, though. <laughs> Nintendo Eric says, if Nintendo was quicker to lower prices of their lesser selling games, Metroid, Donkey Kong, Kirby, etc., do you think those franchises would sell better and do better in the long run? No. Some of them end up in like the Nintendo Select stuff anyway, like later on. Wasn't Other M like $2 at one point? It, it was $10 about a couple months after it launched. It was $10 at GameStop. Yeah. And yeah. it didn't it didn't blow up in sales. It also, Star yeah. Fox was at five below. Yes. Yeah. yeah. True. It was. <laughs> yeah. I bought Star Fox. Yeah, I bought Star Fox on the Wii U for uh $17. Uh, yeah you know what other Wii game got discounted incredibly fast and it's because people don't have good taste in gaming it's sin and punishment 2 i can't believe that that is oh. so weird that that one fell our off successor? That bad. 
I got that game. That, that one was really cheap. And it was like, it went down to like $10. Yeah. Just after a few months, it's like, really? Come on. Yes. Yeah. Yep. This is, uh, this is from Hot Pocket Daily. All right. Some insider has to know what is, what is being shown for Halo at E3. Does anyone know what the uh, BTB, oh, Big Team Battle 2.0 mode is as said by Clobril and if it will be shown? Hmm. Mm. I don't know. I mean, if it's 2.0 Big Team Battle, I assume it's just more people on the map. Or maybe more people with teams of people. Who knows? There's a lot of things that could happen Battle with that. Royale. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, if they do Battle Royale on Halo. Uh, you know they at least thought about it. If they're not doing I, it, they I, they've met, I, I feel like they mentioned at one point, they were like, nah, we're not doing that. But, I mean, it's too, it's too lucrative to ignore at this point. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, you just avoid the mode. There's If you go on, like, Master Chief Collection, there's a ton of things you can do on it, so... Luxian says you got to earn them stars, OJ. <laughs> so Car says I didn't get Samus turns because I didn't want to go back to 3DS after Switch. There's at least one lost sale. Yeah, like a lot of people were like, I can't go back to that 240p screen on the 3DS. Uh, it's understandable. Yeah, uh, Victor says have excuses for Metroid games. <laughs> <laughs> Victor says, uh, <laughs> "If the, what was next... the excuse on Prime, guys, the Prime Three. Oh well, I can't play the first two games. The first provide I, I didn't have a GameCube, and now there's there's uh, always some excuse. <laughs> Prime Three was freaking. They were playing it on their Wii when you can just play the 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 first two on your Wii. Yeah, you can play a GameCube <laughs> game on it. There's always, an, no, there's always an excuse. Yeah, guys, you're right, I you're saw right. it back then. Prime Three you're was right. so horrible for how good it was. It was." Yeah, there's always an excuse, but hopefully hey, there's no more excuses. Bring Metroid Prime trilogy. Let's see how it does on the Switch. That see what happens. Good. That would see what happens. Victor says if the if the Knicks can come back, Metroid can sell three million. There we go, Sean. <laughs> Miracles are possible. It's <laughs> possible out here. Ryan says everyone always going on about sales for Metroid. Yet Fire Emblem has overall worse sales, and no one ever says a thing. Interesting. It does not. That's the thing. You don't know the sales of Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem was sold. Fire Emblem Three Houses sold better every single Metroid Prime or Metroid game ever made. Yeah, yep. I would say that the last one did sell really well. That was on Switch. I mean, and I mean, the 3DS games. Awakening. Yeah, Awakening sold incredibly yeah. well, and then Conquest, and they sold incredibly well, and it, you know, continued. Metroid started to sell well, started to peter off, came back with Metroid Prime 1, and then the series just kept going down. And you can even go back further. Metroid, or Fire Emblem, the Game Boy Advance game, outsold Zero Mission. So even going back to that, when nobody even knew what the hell Fire Emblem was, it even did better then. So I don't know where where does he get this information from? He's not Fire watching Emblem my videos. That's pretty big on the uh, Game Boy Advance. Mm. Well, no, not back then when it came out. Uh, uh-uh. it was just getting going. That was the first oh, one. Yeah, but I mean, that uh, interest started to get higher. Well, that's because well, we just had we had yeah. it in melee. We had them in melee. Remember, Smash Melee had like uh, Mark Roy South American release. For yeah, the right. that's yeah, it. Was yeah. the first one. It was the first one, and it still did better than one a series mm-hmm. that had been around for a yep. decade at oh. that point. <laughs> you know, more oh. than a decade. I mean, plus Lin was an awesome character. Mm. Lin fucked shit up in Fire Emblem. ETPs. Oh, go ahead, but click. I was just going to say, I think Metroid has a whole new potential here. Again, coming down mm-hmm. to the potential of uh, social media uh, replayability, you know, across platforms, but also like a whole new dimension for marketing, um, yeah. a whole new space. And I think Nintendo, with the way they've been marketing games recently, um, you know, it's it, it, for me, I get really excited um, to think about the possibilities and how 
it's very crucial they don't mess it up we just need we just need a chance put it put it out we just need to see how yeah. it sells on, on the switch one more thing out. to say with, with click on that one now we actually have people here where nintendo's actually working with like content creators whereas back then they weren't necessarily mm. so they're going to get this out to content creators we're all going to be playing it you know so that that is the big advantage here i think too for this game for the next metroid game this is from ptp saying better chance of happening to e3 mario kart 9 reveal or bayonetta 3 2021 release date announcement neither has a good chance it's got to be bayonetta 3 it's got to be bayonetta 3 bayonetta 3 is supposed to come out two years ago announcement 2021 release this is the overall chance of either of those. Bayonetta so yes, 3 was supposed to come one. out two years ago. <laughs> Zero for both. Oh my it gosh. Don't Nate. believe this man. Bayonetta 3 about to have like a five-year development cycle. No, don't believe this man. I will, if, if Bayonetta gets announced to come out this year, I will lick the bottom of my shoe. You better you clean go. that shoe. Oh, what did you? Oh. <laughs> Hold on. If it's if it's set to Evan release, clipping it just, give me just a second. What'd you say? Click. What? What happened? <laughs> say it again. At least it's her shoe. She didn't say Sean's shoe. That would have been a death sentence. Go ahead and say that again. Click. Wait, what did I you say? Con- I don't want to contract something. You said you will lick the bottom of your shoe if Bayonetta three comes out this year. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure that you said that. Oh, you've got to make some phone calls. Like you got to release it this year. But I know. I'm giving them a choice, man. <laughs> Uh, there you go shout out to to eric thomas becoming a member thank you eric thomas appreciate that uh this is uh sean you want to leave for a drink and come back eating (laughs) i got a chicken tender (laughs) okay there we go let's okay let's finish up sean with the last topic oh yes this is let's this is sean's topic right here where is one chicken tender (laughs) (laughs) Uh, question question is where did you find it was it one of those things where you like walk by your couch and you just kind of see it poking out and you're just like oh yeah yeah, i had these last night (laughs) i got got my applebee's today with 10 mozzarella sticks i got my chicken tenders with fries and i got my burger with mashed potatoes so there's leftovers okay um oh yeah, this is i have where? i have uh this is from sega's slide uh the one that has the utilization of ip assets and it goes over examples of the active ip but then it showed the a- examples of past ip groups which includes the dormant ips crazy taxi jet set radio space channel 5 res panzer dragoon and knights okay. and they spent they they use the correct uh capitalization where everything's capitalized except for the i which is lowercase that's knights Sean, your AAA Knights is not, it's not out yet. Okay. It's not, it's out, not yet. out of the question. And, and a lot of people doubted it. And that's fine. I understand. So do you think but it's going to play good on a cell phone or no? Shut up. <laughs> They're talking about consoles with this stuff. Okay. And even if they just poured it over the original, because you have the original Knights that's available on Steam, PS3, and Xbox 360, just port that over to the Switch. Yep. What they are have- you doing? And they then, have remaster, you know remake, or reboot. You know what you fucking do? You port it over to the Switch, and then Limited Run comes along and is like, hey, let's make a $500 fucking dollar collector's edition of this. And then I'm like, okay, here you go. Here's yeah, Sean buys them here. immediately. <laughs> I bought that cat, the two of the uh, like most expensive Castlevania one. I bought that shit. Like, you know, you could do a lot of cool stuff with that. But yes, like, and the, the problem is, it's at the end of the day, it's still Sega. And I feel like they've said this kind of shit a million times. <laughs> we're gonna, a lot. We're going to look at our old catalog of IPs and see what we can do. And then nothing ever happens. 
but I believe that this is like the first time they actually like named franchises, like actually yep. said these names, like, holy shit. Well, look at all these games. I forgot that we made these. Like, so, you know, that was a positive stuff. Yeah, to see Knights on there. I was like, you gotta be joking. Yeah, you, know, you know what they left off though? Which make, they left off Skies of Arcadia. It wasn't yep. even there. Yeah. Yep. They left off a great franchise with Skies to put Knights on it. Skies is a one and done. Yes, it had the yeah, GameCube yeah. version, but it was essentially a Dreamcast. Whereas it's, Knights it's, it's, had, it had a comic it. book, it had a comic book, multiple re-releases, mm -hmm. two new games, a mm -hmm. tiger handheld, <laughs> Christmas Nights, so technically oh, three. I, you know, one thing though, RGT, uh, and you know, I think that they're more serious with this because this is the first time that they've done this with the investors. Before, yeah. they're just talking to fans. It's just, they're just, just kind of saying it. But now they're actually telling investors yeah. and saying, hey, this is what we need to do. And it's because of three to four years of completely ass results. Let's just be real here. Like they're not, for how yeah. historic Sega is, this is pretty pathetic. I think it's kind of pathetic how- It's actually amazing. Yeah, it's actually amazing with, it, with it, the IPs they have and they laid them out. And you're like, how are they doing so poorly? How are they not doing better? What they I mean, they have Atlas, they have all of Atlas, they have all of their IP, and they're still but they're still below Bandai Namco, Square Enix, Capcom, and, and yeah, by a large margin too, like by a huge margin, <laughs> like a ridiculous margin, in like in terms of money, in terms of money being yeah. made. Well, in terms of games like, too, take away Atlas games, and what the fuck do you have from Sega? Dog you got, shit. You got Yakuza. You got uh, okay. Yakuza. Yeah, I, I always forget about Yakuza. Like that. Yeah, that's yeah. That, that's kind of the, the one Fantasy thing. Star is good, but it took them. It took them. It only yeah, took Microsoft yeah. coming in, and after how after what a damn near decade to get that game even on in a western release so that's what's like what you know i did like uh, i did like seeing jet set radio in there like i would like to see him do something with that that could be pretty cool even i guess even if they grab future Shinobi's and, and, on and there too Shinobi's on there too yeah yep that, yep that's something that need that that franchise should have never died okay it should have never died Shinobi was amazing like yeah, they're so it, it, how fucking hard is it to make a ninja game Crazy Taxi, like, how, like, like, I, I don't understand. Like, you have this ninja, you have some lineage, you have games to go on, you have a great groundwork of games that you played. You've done three D games, maybe it didn't work out all that great on the PS two. You've done two D games. It's a ninja game. These but nobody, nobody shit. bought it. No one bought you, it on the three DS. I, that, I was my first ever official review as a writer. Do you think that Sega game. looks at some of these games and they're like, all right, they worked in like the nineties and even the early two thousands, but would they work now with these sixty dollar price tags or even forty dollar price tags? That's what, that's exactly work. what they're doing. No, you, you know what got doing? Sega spooked was last gen with or two gens ago with Platinum Games. They made all these dope they made bayonetta they made vanquish they made all these dope games they made uh what was it? the sequel to mad world or the spiritual sequel to mad world anarchy reigns they made all this stuff and nobody really bought them they're like yeah we're making all these amazing games and nobody's buying them like that like what's going on so i think that spooked them a little bit um and also like the they made like the the was it Re residents of fate like they made all sorts they tried all sorts of pay was interesting too yeah. Yeah. all the awesome sega games on the fucking wii like you had yeah. house of the dead uh the overkill mad world uh yeah. night's journey into dreams uh you know there was a lot of <laughs> hot now, 
but now it's a good time to take advantage of it because we're in like this cross-gen period where there's a ps4 and a ps5 to release on release across the xbox systems and you can release on a switch that's selling like crazy right now so if you're gonna take a shot at one of these older ips now is like the time to do it shinobi should have been i mean the fact that there isn't like some type of badass shinobi game right now you know like yeah i agree like how can you not make a ninja game i guess but i guess i mean what's it called a ninja gaiden ran into some trouble too kobe techno had some trouble with like i mean a lot of that has to also come down with oversaturation though because at the time like we're sitting here talking about shinobi and ninja gaiden you know these games were released very often you know ninja games and games in that sort of style maybe not you know an actual ninja but games in that sort of style were sort of under the radar and at the same time oversaturated whereas now you don't really it's more about cinematic games that seem to be what people are you know game developers are leaning towards and those higher fast-paced games like the platinum games game seem to be you know sort of on the back burner so you would think that like now is the time to take advantage of it you know now with uh, the ninja gaiden trilogy coming out like they say oh well you know motherfuckers want to play fast games all right well here's three games in a collection you know so sort of to try to capitalize on a lack of uh, this genre of games mm. i mean at the very least you could try to port some of the games to like current play. like you could get jet set radio and just drop it on the switch and just see what happens be like oh yeah. okay, we'll see how this does see if people remembers this franchise yeah. i mean fucking take your dreamcast games and if possible saturn games and put them on the switch sell them for do the same what what is wrong with you sega you started you, you know you, you always fucking do this you sit there and you take the genesis games and you always re-release the goddamn genesis games and we love them but the problem is you re-release them so many times and i already have the genesis classics collection then you start the sega ages stuff and you're like oh okay we're gonna dip our toe here oh look arcade version of virtual racing oh isn't that nice and now you're like fuck yeah now you can give me arcade versions of virtual Fire and daytona usa and then they're like I'm, you know what fuck it we're just gonna stop doing the sega ages stuff thank you guys for checking it out it's like why the fuck did you stop at 92 we want 93 to 99 like these are the god it drives me nuts it drives me because you sell those games for like five ten bucks a pop they're going yep. to sell they're going yep. to sell point blank period I think some of those Dreamcast games make the jump at 15 to 20 of them itself. I'll buy them. A portable Dreamcast? Like, fuck. Like, if Crazy Taxi just moved over or something, they're like, here's Crazy Taxi. 20 20 bucks. But I I think, like, a Space Channel 5, I think that would work in today's day if they made it, uh, you know, because, like, what's that Hatsumiku game? That's still around and does okay. So they do that. I think a Space Channel 5 would work. I think, uh, you know, like, they could maybe, like, uh, Streets of Rage, obviously, they have that coming back. Uh, Soul Hackers. I mean, they've got a lot of good stuff here. I can see Sean's frustration um, with what's going on, though. Like, I can I can see that. But there's a, there's a lot of cool stuff on here, man. So I think Space... People underestimate Space Channel 5. That that game is... It's, it's, it's like... It's dope. I wasn't like Michael game. Jackson in that game, though? So I think that would be kind of hard with his lineage. <laughs> but, but what the what the fuck? Now, all of a sudden, Sonic, Sonic 3 is supposedly coming. I saw that. Yeah, Sonic 3. God! Just give me Let's Moonwalker. Go. And you know what? Remake oh, Moonwalker. God, yeah. Fuck, Sega's yeah, about to go crazy for like the for the anniversary of Sonic, I guess this year. Oh, great. Uh, Sega's <laughs> management, though. I mean, like, listen, I, I don't like to second and triple or quadruple guess. I mean, I get it. There's probably smart people that work there, but you have to wonder like what's going on there because this, like I said, you have to just kind of wonder. Like, this is, seems atrocious that they're waiting. Like, they're, they're waiting till now at this point to say 
let's bring back some games. Heck, even Nintendo brings back some games. All right, that's know, it. Microsoft just needs to buy Sega. All right. You know what? At first, I was like, you know what, man? Nobody all Sega's. But dude, if somebody can buy them and actually do some better IP management here, man, like, and I, we're I think that'd be open And that. we're saying that with Microsoft, who couldn't even launch their flagship game with their console. Uh, the Sega this publicly IP. traded because I'm going to buy some Sega they are, stock. They are publicly traded. And you're going to you're gonna, gonna write them and be like, I'm a shareholder. Put Astro Blade Nights game. <laughs> Sega is publicly traded. I mean, but like, well, like, you know, I know we beat this with dead horse, but I mean, come on, man. Like, they're surprised that Persona 4 Golden Soul. <laughs> I know it, it, it blows my mind. You should, you should can't. buy some stock, Sean, and then tell them you're coming to the investors meeting and ha- make oh, them yeah. put out like a piece of paper with your name on it. <laughs> like, imagine the meeting. Hey, guys, one of the best game RPGs of all time is selling. What? Yeah, I know. It's. What <laughs> What no way? The serious what? meeting, then all of a sudden they uh <laughs> Sean says something. He's like, Yeah, uh, I'm just I don't give a crap about any of these other games. Can y'all just make a triple A Knights game finally? Like, what are we doing here, people? <laughs> what are we doing? We need to we need to write this ship, and I am the person who will help you write this ship. Maybe so, you just like, need to run Sega. You ever thought about that? I mean, if they gave me the opportunity. I mean, you, you just bring your resume and say, listen, they let you rec- I, think if you're, I think if you're a big enough investor too, Sean, they'll let you make requests like for your, like, like accommodations there. You should ask for like the McRib, be like, I need, I need like three or four McRibs oh there. <laughs> tell the, uh, tell the shareholders to, uh, that they, uh, the board members that they want you as the, uh, as the CEO. Yeah. I mean, they are making some strides, though, guys. I mean, I, I don't want to just sit there. And, I mean, we got Persona 5 Strikers multi-platform. We got Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne HD multi-platform. So there is some stuff. Obviously, Yaku, uh, Yakuza's went multi-platform. They used to just have that on PlayStation only. So they are doing some stuff. So they, they, they have made some strides, but they need to, obviously, they need to do a bit more. But Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. If they can do a Persona six multi-platform worldwide release all at once that would be impressive and i'd be like okay that that's big very possible i know five isn't multi-platform but that game is simultaneous release worldwide that's the first ever for well they did it for they're doing it for lost judgment so that's why i'm like okay maybe they're starting to go into the the area of like okay you know what? We're not going to put these out until they're just worldwide releases all at once. Multi-plat so. worldwide releases. That's I mean, but like yep. I said, it, this seems to be a I mean, Pokemon started doing this. How long ago did they do like simultaneous worldwide releases yeah. for, for Pokemon? You know, that was a lot. And that's a Pokemon company. Uh, yeah. but, and people and people think Game Freak has a hard time putting their shoes on in the morning at this rate. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that it's uh-huh. taking them like this is just it's, it's but hey, shout out to Sega though, because you know we're I mean, well, not all of us, but I guess me and Sean we're obviously like and I know John, you like Sega too, old school Sega, so yeah. I'm just hard on Sega because you know I want them to do do well. But it's hard not to make fun of them sometimes. <laughs> so that persona line still may I still wake up at night and just like, what the hell? <laughs> Did they really say that? I double check. I'm like, no, they actually. Okay, yeah, they actually said that. I feel like, I, I mean, I feel like it would be on other platforms by now if they weren't surprised by it. So obviously, they they must have been surprised by that success. Apparently, and people talk about like there's exclusive. I don't think, dude. I've tried. I don't think there's any type of exclusivity deal. I think they're just doing it just because. Just like there wasn't an exclusivity deal with Yakuza. They, they just. There wasn't one. There's not like, yeah. a lot of like soccer wars. All these games that are just on this system, on this system, on this system. There's there's nothing. They're not getting paid anything for it. They're just doing it because they're freaking weird. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't get that. it. Yeah, uh, unless they're really conservative and they don't want to develop for any yeah. one, like more than one system at a time or something. Super it's conservative. Like, oh. 
yeah save money obviously it's way cheaper to just develop on one and just focus on one platform but yeah you limit your you limit your customer base by there's too much competition to be doing that now in today's day like yeah Evan, we got Discord questions over there. Uh, I just got a couple left. Uh, what okay, is the, we can go through them now. What is the best way to go about recovering save data from a dead PS4 hard drive? Oh, from a dead PS4 and not much. Yeah, Once really. that hard drive's dead, it's dead. And if you try to put in another PS4 and it even tries to start up, it'll it'll erase it anyway. Like the only the only thing we remember was what? You put it in the freezer and sometimes it frees up the bearings in it, but it's like yeah, low, people would low put it chance. In, people would put it in freezers. They would hook it up to PCs to try to run like a sector clear and like try to repair any bad. It was always a pain with mechanical drives. It's yeah. Generally when it starts clicking, it's, it's, it's gone. Or you got to take it to somebody and then the amount of money that it costs for them to open it up and fix it is is a whole other thing so it's unless it's some serious save data on there that you like hundreds of hours you're like i need this back it's it might be it unfortunately it might be that you can keep going through them evan we'll, just, right. we'll just finish up Discord questions and then we'll go through the super chats here with the stream yeah, and we just had one other guy wondering uh if anybody else usually swings into our discord to read chat and check on stuff and i was just checking it if you guys anyone here wanted me to put them in our discord so you can you can use it if you guys want to like say what things you're oh, doing okay. going live like i can pull it up but yeah we we're actually getting active in the discord which is cool people are talking a lot might oh be, very cool we might be getting a mod finally for the youtube chat from it too, and this so. is Oh wow! This is uh, this is through the the Patreon, Evan. Yep. Patreon, the Discord. Okay, okay. And I think it is there a way? Because I was looking online. They were they were talking about on YouTube for members. So if people don't want to go through Patreon, they do no, membership that's, that's, too. Yeah, if you're you a member, can link the Discord if you're a member to that, on YouTube, right? Yeah, same thing. I set it up for both. Works. Oh, okay, cool. So if you're a member to the channel, you can also get into the Discord. Then there's yep. instructions for that after you become a member. Uh, yeah, you just have to link your YouTube account to your Discord account, and then it just automatically oh. invites you. There we go. So anyone who's a member also on the channel, you can get in the Discord and and hang out in there. All right, very cool. Very cool. All right. You have another Discord question, Evan? No, you could that... also, that's how that's where a lot of our Discord questions come to, obviously, yeah, is through yeah. Discord. So <laughs> there you go. But yeah, that's very cool. it. Okay. Well, we'll go through some of the super chats here, and we'll also do some outros while we're doing that in the Streamlabs. Uh, Sean, where can everyone find you? You can find me on RGT85, or you can find me in the Spawncast chat arguing with Robert Lawrence, because Robert Lawrence what? thinks Streets of Rage 4 is a bad game. What? What? I, I don't know. I don't know. It said that because I like Streets of Rage 4, I don't know anything, so sorry guys i guess i don't know anything um yeah um no idea what's going on this week um tomorrow i'll be watching the knicks play at one o'clock so big game big game very important game. last game of the season yep last, last game, game yep. of the season okay. there we go there we go and this is from cyber Knight saying anyone know if pikmin 4 is still a thing that's coming could we see it at this e3 baby also much love to you all and please stay safe this summer there's another question actually up, up higher about pikmin 4. i mean that would be a surprise uh, is what i'll say if that happened but a lot they, of pikmin stuff all of a sudden happening so they're still working on a new entry to pikmin i highly doubt it would be at e3 this year oh so they're still they're still working on it is that what you're saying Work is underway on a new Pikmin. There you go. Work is under. Okay, so there you go. All the Pikmin people out there. It's... Pikmin four before Bayonetta three. It, now is this the second or no. third time they rebooted it? <laughs> what That's Pikmin? A story for a different day. <laughs> That's a story for a different. Well, they they haven't shelved it. Okay, it's it's there's a yeah, new Pikmin game shelved. being worked on, and that's not the cell phone game. There's another Pikmin game that's being worked on. Okay, 
Yes, it there you go. Out in a decade, it, who knows? But there you go. Still, are making progress on a Pikmin game. Wait, how many units does Pikmin Three sell? Two million on the on the Switch. Two on the Switch. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you count the Wii U, um, about three. Okay. And Echo and his cell phones probably helped to boost that interest no. as well. No, so. it definitely did not. What? You don't think it will? No. Once nah. it's it's not out yet. That game is not going to get any traction on the cell phone. No one's I'll gonna care about the game after about a week. It's from Steps, right? It's not even a game. He's just like walk no. around and the little walkers follow you. I walk it's around. Like, if it were Pokemon Go with Pikmin, it would have a chance. But it's not anything like around. Pokemon Go. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> no one's gonna even like download that game. They're gonna be like, hey, oh, that's a thing. Uh Monroe says, I got my 65 inch LGC one this week. Looks amazing. Very nice. Hellman says, I love a new Pilot Wings game. Hmm. It's interesting. I haven't heard that one in a while. Franchise is dead, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shame. Had such great music on the 3DS. Madanumi says, Anyone else stoked for? Custom games browser on Master Chief Collection. Some great memories of the server browser on Halo PC even 10 years ago. Halo Master Chief Collection is to be the greatest turnaround in gaming. It, it probably is because when it came out, it didn't work. <laughs> it works now, so there's a turnaround for you. That or No Man's uh, Sky. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. No Man's Sky. People were people were getting run out of town for that one, like literally run out of town. So, yeah, that's yeah, that might have been it, too. Ross says, I heard Persona and Yakuza broke their backs from carrying sega for years <laughs> yeah 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 not wrong yeah on says what do you think the first xbox one limited run game is oh yeah that's right they just they just announced support for xbox one i mean yeah. i feel like any of these games that are multi-plat anyway they'll just pick one of them um yeah it's so it could be really anything that just pops up in like the indie game sector uh what about oj where can everyone find you yeah, you can find me right here on uh, YouTube. Uh, thank you so much to all the peeps that have been coming over. Get so many. Hey, OJ, I'm from the Spawncast. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for having me on. Thank you for all the new subscribers and stuff that have coming through. Uh, tomorrow, we've actually got a pretty cool uh, Heroes versus Villains Super Smash Brothers tournament that we're running on the channel. So if you guys want to drop by, um, I, my, my users are making me play, too. So I'll be using Mewtwo. Uh, so if you want to watch the tournament tomorrow, I'll be on the channel. Player Essence, I also cover. Uh, Nintendo news and RPG stuff, all that. Uh, pretty much every single day there's new videos, and I stream pretty much daily, Monday through Saturday I stream. So pretty busy on the channel. So thank you for having me on once again. Hopefully you guys uh, come through to the tournament tomorrow and watch the vids. So thank you. This, is, this one's from Chris saying, uh, Gideon from Mana Entertainment here. Much love to OJ and the Spawncast. If you like Mansala, check out Pebble Pirates on Android. Shout out, shout out to Gideon, my boy. He's a he's a developer. He makes games. Oh, very cool. Okay, yeah. awesome. Dark B Andy says, "I want Valkyria Chronicles 3. That's from the PSP, uh, Japan exclusive, remastered and launched worldwide this time." OJ ever thought ever ever thought uh, Sel Selvaria Bless can get into Smash despite her being a heavy set? No, that character would not get into Smash, but I did recently talk about them potentially releasing uh, Valkyria Chronicles 2 and 3, mm. um, remastering them and putting them out on the Switch. But um, I think Valkyria Chron the problem is that Valkyria Chronicles 4 
while it did okay it, the quality of the it should have done a lot better although it did do well on switch so i do think that there's some hope for the franchise maybe we hear something i do think that there's hope but i'm not sure what they do with it going forward but i think a remaster might be a good a good step have a collection i'll put those out there on the on the switch and other systems so we'll see but no that character is not getting it <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Darby Andy. <laughs> Tom says, hear me out, take Streets of Rage, but treat it like the new TMNT game recently and have Comic Zone crossover. Come on, Sega. I, you know, Comic Zone was a cool game back in the day. I wouldn't mind, wouldn't mind seeing that. One. It was just hard. It was hard as fuck. Yeah, it was very difficult. But I like it was cool because of like you'd kick them through the panels and oh, Yeah, it was fun. a great looking game. Yeah. James says, no question, just recommending the Retro Tink 5X. It made my PS2. Look like it has an HDMI mod. I'm gonna have to get that just for capture purposes. It does appear to be uh, very, very good. Mine is on the way. Yeah, I'm gonna have to pick that up. That that just makes sense for capturing any of these older systems for videos or any of that. So, absolutely will. Joe says, "Will you guys, especially if Sean and I have that series where we play games and he apparently talks about his history." <laughs> Starting at preschool. I got a good preschool story. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Joe says, will you guys have 8-Bit Eric on as a guest in the near future? Love the podcast, guys. Yeah, we can have, eight. We can have Eric on. Yeah, absolutely. Friendly Astronaut says, Sega's a wacky company that makes decisions only Sega can make. I love Sega, but where's my Sonic Unleashed port on PC? Asking there's a tough, lot of things. Asking the tough questions. Miss Click, where can everyone find you? Yeah, thanks for having me. You can find me here on YouTube as Misclick Gaming, um, or you can find me live almost every day on Twitch uh, as Misclick underscore live. Other than that, social media, Misclick. Um, that's about it. And you're held up all night. Yeah, I, I did, actually. Too bad I couldn't do it for actual stream beforehand, but we're here. <laughs> it's from the basement saying, hey, guys, good chats. Ombres love the crew throughout the years. Keep on keeping on. Can't, can't wait. E3 hype is gnarly bro e3 hype is starting to get moving though so exciting stuff yes sir this is from neo saying oj what time does it start oh i think for tomorrow for your smash uh, stuff. um i think it starts at noon eastern noon eastern for the smash brothers uh, heroes versus villains heroes versus villains tournament Should okay very cool. This is from Venicera. Thank you, Spawncast, for another great show. You all are the best. And thank you to the great community here for following every week. Thank you, Venicera. Let's go over to Jordan, uh, star of the week this past week with some of his videos on his channel. So make sure you check that out. Jordan, where can everyone find you? Uh, you can find me on Jordan Fringe on YouTube. Uh, we are a little over 1,200 subs away from uh, five, uh, sorry, 50,000. Uh, the support the last couple of weeks has been uh, unreal, and I thank anyone who has an interest in me talking about weird, dark, or obscure cartoons you may not remember uh, or do remember. Um, I got a bunch of interesting videos planned up. Um, so, yeah, if you like the videos, I do ones every Tuesday and Friday now. So, uh, yeah, feel free to check it out. It'd be great. I want to go through the Streamlabs real quick. Mr. Stud Muffin says, amazing job as always. I look forward to the Spawncast every week and makes my shifts at work just a little more tolerable. So thank you. Liam says, what are the odds of Rare Replay coming to Switch? And if it does, do you think Microsoft will build a 360 emulator for Switch or will they just cut the 360 games from the Switch version? Ooh, that's a good question. I like the second half of that question. I would be fine with them cutting the 360 games because... I mean, what? Yeah. Arctic Dark, Dark Zero? Dark Zero, come on, fuck that game. <laughs> I mean, it was it was something that was proposed and explored a couple of years ago. Not sure if it would 
if it's still going to make actual release, but the idea was that they would remove the 360 games and replace them with other rare Nintendo releases. Oh, so that's it would have been cool. like the Donkey Kong Country, Donkey Kong 64 to replace those type of games. There we go. DK64. But, fuck? but this was something that was in discussions back in 2019. Nate, the first why half are you just now telling us this? Because it probably isn't going to happen. But it it's might. something under consideration, but it probably You're just didn't now get telling us this. Nate needs to. Nate needs to get his own website. Uh, it's probably not going to release. It's, it's probably. It's, it's an interesting story. Not the fact really. that the, the fact that it was like out there and floated is interesting. People yeah, in the chat can tell us discussions. if it's interesting. I feel it's like floated as like a discussion of it could happen, but I don't think it's ever actually hit production. It's just to hear the conversations that they had like that are, are, are pretty interesting. So these type of conversations happen daily in these companies. So, so I mean, maybe I, it did go into production. We can still see. But you it. know It'd what? Awesome. Just have like a golden eye. Well, not golden eye, but have perfect dark. Perfect Dark, dark? 64. All these in sure. a single compilation. Jeff Force Gemini. Not only do I own Nintendo stock, but I also own Microsoft stock. So I'm going to wow, be like, look, everything. Look, motherfuckers. <laughs> All right, I own both of you. It's time to listen to me. Give me this. Why are you making them kiss? Uh, because that's what I want. No. <laughs> uh, Saz says my PS3 Slim started showing the yellow light of death, and I thought it needed reballing, but I noticed it randomly works normally for several hours sometimes. So my question is, which would be the best Resident Evil game to start with? Keep up the great work. Love you all. <laughs> uh, Click, what's the best Resident Evil game to start with? Man, we're going with this again, guys. Come on. Just say four. Just say four every time. Everyone be like, yeah, okay, four is good. <laughs> uh, Shinru says, evening, everyone. Just wanted to give a shout out to Sean and OJ for helping me out with finding a new car. Wasn't expecting anyone to respond. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All good, Shinru. Shinru's on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. What car, what car did, you guys, did you guys? I think he's going to go with the Toyota Corolla. There you I go. Didn't, I didn't do a whole lot i was just saying he was nervous about mileage on certain cars and i just let him know that you hmm. know japanese and european cars generally speaking can go better mileage sure. than your, uh, american ones but yeah he's gonna go with the corolla so i recommended a corolla okay that's a good car very good and pyro says hi i won't get to watch till tomorrow because time zones in my last exam of the year is on monday but Want you to want to wish all of you a good week. Side note: There is there a link to the BGM that plays before the podcast starts. It fit well in my ambient playlist. What do you, what do we use there, Evan? This is something I grabbed. I have to look it up, but it's something I grabbed from uh, the YouTube back office. I can I'll link it on the Spawncast uh, Twitter tonight. I'll post it up for okay. people who are wondering. There we go. There we go. Mac Mega says, "Should I get the N64 or GameCube version of Doshin the Giant?" GameCube, I guess. GameCube. Yeah. And then Mac Mega said, Does Sean end up watching Back to the Future 2 in peace earlier this week? <laughs> I did not. It was ruined. <laughs> this was from. <laughs> Why? What happened, Sean? What happened? Man. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. No, wait. Hold on. No. This is... <laughs> Let's just say if someone tells you they are a light snorer, oh, gosh. Times that by 100. Oh, no. Okay. Because your ass will be on the couch. 
Marvel says, do you think we'll get Pikmin 4 ever? We talked about that earlier. Taker610 says, uh, I can see a midlife update for PS5 and Series X around 2023-2024. I think Nintendo will be ready with a brand new console at that time, and the Switch revision will shrink the gap between it and those consoles in the meantime. Thoughts? I I still think the PS5 and the Series X will be going for a while, just because by 2023, it might finally be talking about the chip shortage being fixed, so... I think these are going to run the for PS5 a bit. getting a revision next year. But yeah, but it's not going to be anything like a pro or anything like that. It's just no, going to be them just, working out the yeah. chip so it gets probably better yields or it uses less components. Just in some way, they're going to alter the fabrication so it's it's more efficient in production. That's all. Um, Nate, where can everyone find you? You can find me on YouTube at Nate to Hate. We will have an episode sometime next week not sure the topic exactly but right now we have a podcast up where we talk about if the switch can sell better than the ds and the playstation 2 and the possibility that the switch could potentially sell 200 million units before all said and done so people should give that a listen okay it's more realistic than you think there you go and then uh evan can everyone find you? You can find me on Twitter, Kimrix Project. If I'm doing streaming or anything else, I'll probably post it there. Uh, yeah, we'll probably stream Wednesday, Thursday, Friday again this week, hopefully. See what happens. Okay, and then we had Neo saying shout out to Jordan for giving creative answers for the ever present old IP revivals question like Croc. What about Toomba? Hey, Toomba's still fun. Yeah, yeah. bring back Toomba, more Croc. Uh, if there's anything I'm going to do in my life before I die, I'm going to fight for Croc to come back. And I'll <laughs> shout out to Chameleon Twist Nintendo. Stop oh, being cowards. Chameleon Twist 3, let's make it happen on the Switch. All right. There we go. Thanks, everyone, for joining us for the Spawncast. We'll be back next Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And we'll see everyone then.